Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Standing here looking out my window My nights are long and my days are cold Cause I don't have you How can I be so damn demanding? I know you said that it's over now But I can't let go Every day I wanna pick up the phone and tell you that you're everything I need and more. Yes, God. <laughs> I don't no, know the song. song. Damn it. Like a cold summer afternoon. Like snow. At first I thought it was June. off a, a Frozen okay. soundtrack. Wow. <laughs> but I guess not. I'm missing you. Oh, I I'm never the knew the words to that song. <laughs> only you're knew the, the chorus. <laughs> man. I'm a ring without the hand. I'm missing you. You better come the fuck through. Yes. Case, I'm missing you. One of my oh, favorites. Oh, I used to love Case. Come on. If, now, had you done faded pictures in that broken glass? Oh, no. I had to do my favorite Case. <laughs> like a mirror revealing. <laughs> now, that was my song. I just got transported back to the school bus. Ooh, you do not. <laughs> like, okay. I just went back, just to a, back to a dark yellow time. Yeah, I used to write down lyrics to my favorite songs. Walkman's. In this little notebook. Yeah. Yep. With my colored gel pens and shit. We didn't have genius. <laughs> we did not have genius. You know no. what you had to do? Tape it off the radio and That's listen right. over and over and, and try right. to figure it the fuck out. Amen. Buy them tapes and CDs and hope the lyrics. Hope was the in lyrics that was in that booklet. In every booklet Bitch, when I used to open some of them booklets back in the nineties and early two thousands, they did have lyrics in there. I used to be like, God damn it, it's playing fucking game. That's so These true. These kids don't know shit about that. These apps got the lyrics built in them now. You could just right click on they iTunes right and the lyrics are just there. in it in the app and. Everything. You don't even so, have to. They don't know how we used to struggle. Welcome back to another episode of The Read, guys. I'm uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. And I am Arya Stark. Of <sighs> course, you know I was going to do it. This is The Read. So, Man. you know what? We're going to take our time and get there. Okay. Because Game of Thrones deserves uh, a climactic moment. A so, that's going to be <laughs> towards the end of Hot Tops. Let's do that. Um, but before we get there, let's do Black Excellence. So, Black Excellence this week is one Aaron Phillip. 
you have not heard, Aaron Phillip is uh, 17 years old, as well as the first black trans and wheelchair using model. Science elite model. Oh, management. I know Aaron. Have you Phillip. seen her? Well, I don't know personally Aaron right. Phillip, but you know um, <laughs> yes. So has um, model for Beyonce or somebody else? I've seen Aaron on like runways, something. It. I don't know exact. Maybe not Beyonce. She's definitely but. shot editorials for uh, ID Magazine. Um, oh, maybe that's it. I just learned today that she was uh, named in Teen Vogue's Twenty One Under Twenty One. Wow. And on her own accord, through her own work, was able to model for ASOS, um, H&M, although, you know, I don't. That's where I've seen I'm her, still the ASOS the, product page. But I know you Mucky and Jungle yeah, hoodie. We forgot. How dare they? And we have not forgotten. But that is not Aaron's fault or business. <laughs> um, yeah, so now, you know, she is signed to Elite Model Management, oh, one of phenomenal. the bigger modeling agencies out there. And uh, you simply can't come for her. Mm. Her face, brow, skin. Um, the doll's been here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and only 19 years old, I think, right? 19 17. Seven, what? According to CNN, Holy where I'm reading this right now. shit. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Go off. Another list I'll never be on. She said, I freelanced for a year, and I was doing jobs by myself and trying to navigate a career on my own while in junior high school at high, junior year at high school. What? <laughs> Sometimes I'd have to coordinate photo shoots myself or with people around me and find people to assist me or help on set. I mean, the doll had a team. Oh, and like, my God. PAs. I'm trying to manage a career during, you know, my junior year in high school. It was a lot of back and forth, <laughs> you know. Wow. Um, As one does. Congratulations. There's still a great lack of visibility and attention towards people with disabilities in fashion, she says. As of right now, I'm one of two physically disabled models in the entire industry next to Jillian Mercado, who I I also just learned of today. Um, It shouldn't be the responsibility of anyone who is marginalized to amplify their voice when there are so many voices that can amplify it for them, she adds. But it's just the way of getting to where you need to be, so I'll do it. And hopefully I'll do, do it so that other girls in my position don't have to. They can just live and do their jobs. And amen, I say. So that's beautiful. Shout out to Aaron Phillip. And I mean, simply look at the photos. You just can't come. I mean, <laughs> you, really you, I mean, girl, <laughs> please can. like girl. Okay. Go oh, off. Yes. Um, and also just a quick uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. Oh man. Like, that really, that took me just totally aback. Only 51 years old, man. 51. And so many of John Singleton movies I was never allowed to watch, mm. but, you know, snuck and watch. Same. On the bus and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, on, like, long band trips and stuff I like definitely that. was sneaking into my daddy's, uh, uh, mostly cassettes, but, you know, sort of towards teenage. Yeah. We got into DVDs and things. And he had, like, a place in his room. And he kept all of his movies and stuff. And I always got home first. So most of John Singleton's yes. films were me at home alone. <laughs> Sneaking into my parents' because room you know you and pulling out all no of the business. boys in the hood yep. and everything because I had no business. Right. And watching them there. So and of course, of Baby our... Boy, a so... classic. An iconic film. I... An iconic piece of, of Well, you cinema. know, so many of our faves have worked with John Singleton yep. for so long. Mm-hmm. For him to be the first black director nominated for like best director and all that. Like he was such a trailblazer and it just he's like a genre heart. right it's like a John Singleton movie yeah. like you know it when yeah. you see it so it just sucks like we have we have really lost a pioneer and and someone who will be remembered as legendary what I'm I'm taking out of situations like this and even like Nipsey Hussle passing and things like that in my my 
elder becoming grandmother willow mm-hmm. stage of life my knees are starting to crack so you know that very that <laughs> is that you know you when you leave a mark um you never really go anywhere sure. you know because there are so many people that are inspired by folk like john singleton that will kind of follow in his footsteps Absolutely. in a way and will obviously uh, cite him as as a, a person of in, inspiration and things like that. So definitely, when you know the up and coming girls are out here making blockbuster smashes and things know. like that, and they like it's you coming. Know. Yeah, but it was just sad. Like, damn man, a stroke. I think from from hypertension, which is just you see how this country stresses out black people so fucking bad that we end up having strokes and shit in our early fucking fifties. Meanwhile, at fifty, white people be like, well. I'm just beginning. Like hot yoga. Fresh as a teenager. You know? Like they got they got all kind of shit to look forward to. But yeah, it's just a sad situation. Rest in peace, Mr. Singleton. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Okay, so this week in our segment Hot Tops, <clears throat> actually, it's called Bottoms of the uh, Caribbean, Dead Tops Chest. <laughs> um, Bottoms of the Caribbean is a reality show that I need very badly. And I want it. <laughs> You need to be executive producing it. I Absolutely. don't even understand. <laughs> you absolutely 
absolutely should. I had to work in the shadows a bit, but you know, <laughs> get, we'll get the shot. All of y'all do. Um, so uh, let's do a quick Real Housewives roundup. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, an ROHA, RHOA, a, ro- a Roja. <laughs> Roja roundup. Okay. R- <laughs> the Roja roundup. That's beautiful. Um, so. Eva Marcel Pigford is pregnant again. Oh, okay. Um, her and her her husband, Michael Sterling. Did he ever enter politics? I think he ran and lost. Okay. Yeah. So her and Michael Sterling are expecting another baby. She's pregnant again. They just, just had a boy. I was gonna say, didn't Eva like literally maybe a couple months ago at the most give birth? I think that their son like l- just turned one. Oh, like okay. maybe last month oh. or this month. Okay, damn. Shout out to y'all who be having these babies back to back. I guess you know. I would like- want my coochie to have a break for a <laughs> solid two, three years. <laughs> Like, wow. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not for me, but I understand, I guess, wanting your kids to grow up together or being like, look, we need to do it now before we too old to run around behind these niggas. I mean, I guess. But yeah, so, okay. Eva's 34. Okay, so not as old as I would have (laughs) thought. So not, uh, you know what? Whatever them two people want to do with they no totes. Yeah, go, go for it. I'm not saying yeah. there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying like, my girl, would still be after sleepy. putting right yeah. after putting up with you know like enduring <laughs> the gestation of this child yes. for most of a year. Yes, I would be very much like your sperm need to stay the fuck away from me. But let me tell you what's not going to come up in here <laughs> because no more. cocktails, marijuana, trying roller coasters, okay. whatever. Else. <laughs> Leave me alone. A bitch is trying to skydive. I'm trying to play football. I do not have time right <laughs> for your fucking fetus but some of the other girls are like i've always wanted six kids and you know what i have no time to waste mm-hmm. so let's yep. get it done let's do this let's do this let's do this it's not it's not for me and but. she has another girl right i do remember that how old so is her little be, girl probably ooh, like six marley's now. probably like five or six yeah okay well good for her so this will be our third well congratulations to you girl you're still gorgeous porsche you know is the what? one that just had a baby yeah porsche like porsche's baby is like brand like spank can like still <laughs> taste the uterus like <laughs> oh no her baby is like brand new you come around that nigga like whew I smell placenta yeah god damn <laughs> like, I'm used to this somebody in here smell fresh this is what they call fresh air <laughs> woo I don't <laughs> get that nigga out of here on the other side of things Cynthia Bailey is hinting uh, that she might be getting married to her boyfriend of two years Mike Hill He's a sports person. A sports the nigga that Eva person. was talking about on the show is that the same one? Oh, did she? When it was I like a it whole, he used to talk to my friend. I think that was no, the last no, no. That I was watched. the other. That was the last season. Oh, okay. That was a nigga with glasses that kind of looked like he might be a serial killer <laughs> on DL or something. Okay, right. Like, or I both. Mean, you know, one it's of the Atlanta, two. So, so whoever could you, you know, be either one. He was the one who's like, oh, he's super fine, mm. but then you find out he's a real right. Tyler Perry character, of course, like a character, but in like. In real, real life. life. Right. And Eva came with the tea and Cynthia was like, bitch, I don't know you, bitch. Yes. Okay, so I thought this was, was the like, same nigga. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, this is somebody else. Okay, well, come She's been left that nigga. She's been dating this guy, Mike Hill, who's a sportscaster for about two years. So she was um, at a wedding boutique or a gown place. <laughs> formerly. I love you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Called Formerly Yours, which... Sounds like, like a prom the na- right? But the, like the name, 
like oh, formally yeah. yours to me when I think of that I think like oh I used to oh like previously I mean yours. like formerly yours <laughs> right you're thinking formerly but like whatever <laughs> Yeah, no, it sounds like a quinceanera shop to me. It sounds like it's for teenage girls, girls in their early 20s, but maybe not. It could be high-end bridal for all I know. Maybe, um, what's Cynthia's daughter's name? Noelle. Maybe Noelle was like, um, this is where all of my friends from high school went to. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt Mom, it. it's like the, the best drive. And Noelle know. living her best life in D.C. I hope so. <laughs> Shout out to her. I love me some Noelle. Yes. How is your mama Cynthia Bailey and your daddy is Leon? What an icon. Okay. Um, like, girl, so, your daddy's fine. Like... <laughs> As is your mother. She probably so sick of people telling her how fine her parents are. Yeah, like, that's okay, I not true. get it. And you know they're all wild older than her. Well, right. not wild older, but, but you know, you know parent age. right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, she was at this uh this dress place, and the store itself posted a a photo of Cynthia in there with the caption that says, "When your week starts off with the best." They at her and said, "We love you." And then she, Cynthia, posted on her uh, Insta story pictures of the dresses in the store with a caption over it that says, so many dresses, so little time. And she tags Mike Hill and formerly yours. Oh, okay. And the thing, so it looks like she's teasing that there might be some wedding plans Hmm. in the air. And you know what, Cynthia? This thing is kind of like droopy, but at the same time, I'm happy for you that you are happy. Not unattractive. Not unattractive. (laughs) Just, you know, like... Just droopy, just adorable in like a a droopy way. Okay, well I'll look him up. Yeah, not cute. Ooh, uh, you did you did that live right into the microphone. People are gonna hear that. That was your reaction. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um. So you know what? Google images isn't always nice to people. That's true. That's true. And you know, I don't. This say you know this ain't my pussy. I don't truly care. But uh, I don't trust nothing that these reality TV girls say in between seasons because it always feels like a setup for their next storyline. Mm. So, Isn't that unfortunate? Right. It's like I literally can't trust nothing none of y'all Sometimes say. you might just be living your life and niggas going to be thinking, oh, yeah, girl. Put it- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whatever, bitch. Put it to a song, you liar. <laughs> I know Bravo Andy when I hear it. I'm just like, two years, Cynthia? Like, I don't know. I'm still under the understanding or whatever. I've always felt like two years and and less to be like, I'm getting married. I've mm. always been like... What? Why? Right. You know, like Isn't I don't. Cynthia, like fifty-two though. Fair. So she's, probably you know, like, and I definitely know. considered that. Um, and also, you know, I guess for some people, when you know, you just know. I don't think that like I'm right. I'm just saying. I'm judging by my thinking. Like I always yeah. be like, you know, maybe year three we can start <laughs> discussing. You know, oh, I guess you ain't going nowhere. So. <laughs> What's next? Because yeah, you're not living in my house, so what are we finna do? Right. I was going to say, maybe here four-ish we talk about, maybe we try the living together thing. Yeah. Five. We're like, hey, what do you think about marriage? Right. Six, maybe we're engaged. Because I keep thinking, if I was Cynthia's age with a grown daughter, I would not be trying to get married. I would be trying to fucking kick it. Why legally attach myself to some nigga at this point when, I mean, it's not like, I feel like most people get married so they have a solid foundation or household for raising kids or having a family. And at that, and at you know, 50-something, I just don't see the 
Well, I don't see the need right now, so don't I take my opinion. <laughs> fucking too. Like, why not just pull an Oprah instead, man? That's what I don't get. I don't get the that's signing on the dotted line, but you know, different strokes for different folks. Absolutely, and that that's shit. just the bottom line. Like yep. our opinion is just that it's ours. <laughs> a lot of people simply just want to be married mm-hmm. to the person that they're in love with, and I think that's beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm just like you know, after two <laughs> years for me, I've always considered like, do I know you well enough to want to spend the rest of my life with you? But then I also thought about it, and I'm like. One person, I could date one person for two years and that doesn't work out. And I could date a completely different person for two years and they'd be different times. You know, like I could feel a lot closer and a lot more like I could spend forever with one person after two years than an ex or something like that. So, you know. Maybe you just never met a nigga that you wanted to be with for that long. Hey, sometimes (laughs) a nigga will come in your life and you'd be like, oh, this can happen? Yeah. Like you can actually make make me want to like so, huh, enter this contractual agreement with you. People want to love. <laughs> oh wow. It can happen. That's you know foreign to me but I'm happy for the rest of you. Yeah. So good for Cynthia if this is true which you know if not then I need to see a hashtag FTC hashtag ad girl. I like... <laughs> You know better, Cynthia. You got to disclose. It's it's a legal <laughs> thing. You have to do it. Rules, girl. You must. You have to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like Cynthia, so I hope that it, everything is working out for her. Yeah, just don't I fuck around on her like Uncle Ben did. I mean, Peter God. was just reckless with it. And on camp, Peter, Peter used to just be saying Mess all kinds of wild stuff and just being in stuff he didn't need to be in. It's your and... people. It's your is he? people. Yes. Remember when they went back to Jamaica? And Cindy was like, what the one? And she said it just like that, which is she why did. she did. She said it just like She's that. She's done worse. You don't remember that movie that Kenya did? I do. I remember that fake movie. What was it called? Twirl on my haters. <laughs> I, I Gone, twirl. Twirl. Gone, Gone with, with the, the twirl. twirl. Twirl is away. it twirl with the wind? Gone with the wind twirl? Let's, I don't remember. I don't remember. Something like called. that, but it something was bad. With twirl right. And here goes Cynthia, what the one? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you could have hired she me. She had like a dispensary or some <laughs> shit. I don't whatever. Anyway. Meanwhile, uh, Nene Leaks apparently sent uh Portia Williams a cease and desist after their uh, <laughs> after their iMessage brawl went public. Oh my god. You know, the one we discussed here on the show I where do. Portia posted those uh texts that she got from Nene where she was calling her all kinds of fat and I believe she called her a cow or some other bovine creature. And this is like six days after she pushed the person right. out of her coochie. Right. Um I would have reminded Nene, just because you a grandma, you don't remember what it was like to give birth, <laughs> don't mean you get to come for me, bitch. Like the fact that Nene even did she ever look at this like I am arguing with a little girl. Like, comparatively speaking, no. I am arguing with a little girl. N- no, because no shit, I think that Nene thinks she's a little girl. Oh, no. I mean, and judging by them wigs, I think you're right. I think that Nene, in her money and, like, um, access at the moment, being a celebrity, mm-hmm. is sort of living the fantasy that she wanted to live when she was probably 20. You know, know? yeah. And so now she's like living in this, you know, I'm just a Regina George esque Mm -hmm. type of a girl. And people are trying to say to her, like, no, sis, you're 50 something. Mm -hmm. And she's like doing this whole bunch of. (laughs) Because even the reunion, and I watched like bits and pieces of this last season, but I watched each and every piece of that reunion. Of course. Of course. Um, and like the stuff that they were saying to her, it was just so typical Nene and how she deals with things, which is childish. So <laughs> yeah, um, she's like a black Chris Jenner. 
But I guess after um, Portia posted those uh, iMessage screenshots on her Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nene had her people send over a cease and desist, which honestly, she probably just forced Greg to type. A cease and desist for what, though? Like, I don't don't post no more screenshots of our text messages? Well, here's what Portia told People Magazine. I'm she so said, confused. After that whole Instagram back and forth that oh, she started with me, right. she ended up sending me a cease and desist. Cease, des- cease and desist. So she <laughs> once, she sent me a cease and desist. At that point, I was, I was like, you know what? This is just a sure sign that I should be done with this relationship. So I'm over it. I'm con- concentrating I on my baby girl. You. And people who love and support me at this moment. I really can't stand you because that is exactly what she sounds uh, like. Okay. No, it is. It is. I just freestyled. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's... <laughs> That's literally it. But yeah, cease and desist just sounds like, like Nene probably went online, Googled cease and desist Georgia or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. <laughs> Printed off the first form she saw in Google. Bryson! <laughs> Is that, what's her son's name? Shit if I know. Brylin! I don't remember. Something the, like the that. Word. I don't remember. Yeah, the big growing Get in here and, 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 and change all of these words to Portia. <laughs> right. I really doubt Nene used a lawyer to do all that. I mean, especially because I just don't, Cease and desist with what exactly? And but, how would Portia know the difference? And right, like again, this smells like a storyline. <laughs> like you have to keep this beef going with Portia because the point is just it's escaping me. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? In like half a season, they're going to be going to brunch again and pretending like they Ooh, have been long live maybe. friends forever. Anyway, so the, the Candy whole, and, and Portia are. I was about to say fake the, cool now. Yeah, it's like they not like openly sniping at each other no more, right? The digs are a little bit more subtle. Okay. Than when bit. it was just out and out shade. Mm-hmm. When they, you know. <laughs> right. Because if I was Candy, I probably would not be able to control myself. Every time she talk, I'd be like, somebody run that back through the crap channel. Somebody ask somebody else. And you can look at Candy Burris' face and see her fighting it. Right. Candy. <laughs> most of Candy's statements on that show are actually facial expressions and not words. That's true. That's so, true. So, all right. Who even knows? God bless all of the women of 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 Roi, and we'll see you guys next season when Phaedra and Kenya are 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 bound to return. That's what I want to see. I'm sorry, I do. I want to see Phaedra and Candy. I mean, at this point, I do. Who doesn't? I really do. So, um, is her man getting out of jail? Wait, not man. Ex-husband. What was his name? Apollo. Apollo. When is Apollo getting I out? I think he's supposed to get out soon. In the next few but years, But I haven't right? been following Trade's yeah. release date. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Trade's release date. I feel like I've seen, like, a couple of stories pop up recently of, of him and um, his new light-skinned girlfriend. Right. Or, wait, no, didn't they get married in the jail? Well, I remember, I remember fiancé. I don't know if they actually did get married. But... That other girl. Yeah. Um, I believe she's been speaking through him and saying he's coming out soon. And you know Andy is going to have Apollo film. You know it. You know Andy's going to have Apollo film. He got to. Down. Don't let Phaedra be on this show when Apollo get out. Oh, absolutely. They're waiting for for him to get out. Apollo going to write a book and self-publish it like that girl did. (laughs) Be like, this is the real tea on Phaedra's ass. Right. Because for everybody around you to go to jail except you, it's like, bitch, you was slicking exactly the right way. You were slicking exactly the right way, 50 Cent needs to leave Tierra Marie alone and make this power, too. Okay. Phaedra's got the whole... 
a whole power as real story, story right there in right. her palms. Why you coming after Tierra Marie who don't got shit? <laughs> like shit, nigga. Let's go after Phaedra. That bitch crazy. Um, so here's why Bobby Brown wants to beat up Chris Rock. Um Chris Rock posted apparently this what? Whitney Houston meme oh, went viral. Fuck. Did you see it? No, I sure didn't. So it's Whitney sitting in this interview. I don't follow straight which, niggas on Instagram. God, I miss this woman. Look at this hair, these glasses, oh, those shoulder yes. pads, and that attitude. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that meme. A lot of people use that. Right. It says me sitting in a meeting that could have been an email, which, same. Um, Phone call that could have been an email. Text. All that shit. Like, you could have just said Why are this you... and I could have looked at it later. But all right. Um, so Chris Rock posted this same meme on his Instagram and he put a caption on it that says, hurry up, I got crack to smoke. Oh, fuck. Which obviously offends a lot of people. There we go, that's the problem. Bobby Brown responded to it. I didn't even know this nigga's on Instagram, but I guess you shouldn't be surprised. King Bobby Brown writes, when I see you <laughs> on site, I am going to smack every tooth out of your mouth. Okay. Irony. Okay. I thought she was a friend to my family. <laughs> But when I see you, I'm a bust your ass. During this time of women empowerment, you chose to what? use your time to try and humiliate our queen. I thought she was a friend of the family. Oh, I see he corrected yeah. what he said before. Without deleting it? That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I think he wanted the I'm a bust your ass part to stay there. He <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just so you know. Well, you know what? I actually kind of like that, Bobby. That's right. You better defend Whitney's honor, even in death. Here's the thing. I kind of feel like this joke, this hurry up, I got cracked smoke thing, like, I wouldn't write a think piece about it. But at the same time, it just feels like if sundowning were a joke, mm. this would this would be an example of it. Okay. Like, it just feels like Chris Rock is, is, is not realizing that it's 2019. Right. Whitney Houston is dead. Mm -hmm. The Has crack era was sort of like those mm -hmm. like nobody has like successfully landed a Whitney Houston crack joke in my opinion yeah. since like mad TV so just leave it alone <laughs> I don't even and she's dead so right. I get why this has offended a number yeah, of people no. I don't feel like writing an essay about it but yeah I mean I, I don't think I it's that deep I see why her baby daddy slash ex-husband would be up, upset. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, and I mean, Bobby Christina is gone too, so he probably just extra sensitive and uh, sore around yeah. the whole subject. I mean, I would be too. Hmm, but at the same yeah. time, I'm not like super offended by the joke, but I'm just kind of like, a Whitney Houston crack joke? I'm not offended like, by it. I just feel like Chris Rock is too funny for this. That's lazy and boring. Right. Ooh, like, that is just, it's so whack. It is not reflective of the type of comedian that I know he can be. So that is just really my opinion on it. It's not that's like, all, right. I'm so pissed. I'm like, really? That's all that's... Chris Rock got? Chris Rock, this nigga used to have me crying laughing, niggas screaming, okay? With his HBO specials and shit. That one gag about, uh, it's a one-legged busboy who wouldn't trade places <laughs> with me or whatever. Nigga, high-quality comedy. But this- Absolutely agree. This but... is just raggedy and and- Whack, honestly. I, I agree. We've heard I this a trillion times. It's just times. so boring. But of course, like, Bobby Brown reacted because, you know, niggas love to react after it's too late. Niggas love to protect you and ride for you when it's too late. Ooh. Anyway, though. Anyway, though. Ouch. Yikes. 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 Uh, so Wendy Williams is officially feeling her, her beat. That's um, right. <laughs> Rumor has it that her soon-to-be ex, uh, Kevin Hunter, 
called the uh, the popo when Wendy showed up with some moving people to come and get her shit <laughs> yes! out of their Livingston, New Jersey home. Yes, it seems that um she uh, pulled up to the location and Kevin promptly called the authorities demanding for items to be left alone apparently Why? what did you pay for nigga I'm, I would love what to what did know. you buy in this hall oh uh 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 girl no like, I'm mad if I want to dig this house up from under the the By soil the and lift it up and take it with me I'll do that bitch that is what I will do because you know who owns every square inch of this here property it's me. You know what? <laughs> money purchased all of this. Wendy Williams' money. money. That's right. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Don't you. know what you bought, and your entire salary came from me, so I purchased it all. But when you marry somebody and you don't have a prenup, this is the type of shit. Unfortunately, you worry about that fifty equal fifty equal share bullshit. Whatever the fuck. I guess it depends on where they were married or where they. Yeah. I saw a nigga split Full down the middle time. arguing about Jesse Williams and his ex earlier ex earlier today. And I read about that story and I'm just like, girl, all I could tell you is I have no opinion about this. This is none of my business. Mm. And divorce sounds like it blows. <laughs> like right. that's, that's the only opinion. No what? Like, especially no prenup divorce. Yeah. And I get it. You know, I feel like uh, Jesse Williams married that girl back before he was really popping as an actor and all that. So it's like... You know, I guess when the both of y'all are broke, it ain't no reason to get a prenup. There's just some, when you get to this point, though, there are so many, like... I bet he won't do that again. Complications. <laughs> I, mean, I hey. bet he won't. <laughs> I bet he won't do that again. Life lessons. But there are so many, like... <laughs> when you get to this point, it becomes so many different things. It becomes split down the middle. It's like all of the things that this person sacrificed, but then it becomes like, is that amount enough? Or mm, is that yeah. reasonable? And blah, blah, blah. And so there's... I don't really feel like there's a fair assessment besides like there ain't this ain't none of my business. But with Wendy and this yeah. nigga particularly, <laughs> right? Being that I've known who Wendy Williams was since I like paid attention to the media, yeah. um, and we've all kind of been privy to this whole thing with Kevin and this side chick and the baby and Wendy like. <sighs> trying to act like nothing was going on as it was in prob and then all of a sudden falling out on TV being in a sober home and all of this yeah. like one can only imagine that you really been dragging this woman through the shit trying to act like oh well now we're gonna start this non-profit for, for people who are going through get your shit and get her shit and beat it <laughs> right okay bite the fucking dust I love that and the fact that Wendy showed up with a truck like you know what you stay I will go. Me and my things will leave. You just stay uh, put. Uh, uh, uh. Oh no, that's obsessed. That's a completely look different. At you. No, like, <laughs> I just look how you already did the opening. I feel like there was a Mariah Carey song in there. For this. <laughs> that's okay. Anyways, so apparently, um, a friend of Wendy's came over to try and mediate things. Unfortunately, I'm reading here that um, their son also was kind of in the middle of it, trying oh, to mediate damn. things. I mean, the son's, I, th I think, probably pretty old at this point. Yeah. I think he's probably still a teenager. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, but he's he's a young adult. I mean, but yeah, still, that's... But in 30 year old me would be weeping in the middle of the, you know, <laughs> like, in the street why is so happening? I don't even, daddy? I'm just saying <laughs> um, but apparently after a That's while rough. they mutually agreed um, for 
Wendy to get her clothes, some uh, bedroom furnishings, and I think some art or some paintings. And then they agreed that the remaining furniture would be inventoried and valued later, which is like, it should just be my, like, I don't. Nope. See, you see how I just asked 20 minutes ago why you would get married. (laughs) Like, this is just coming right back to that as far as I'm concerned. But you know what, Wendy, get this nigga gone. Yeah, get him out your life. That's what You know what I mean? And stack the rest of these chips with you and your kid. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And and flex on it. Yeah, and get ready Fuck for it. your alimony payment. Because no, <laughs> no, nobody give a fuck about Kevin. <laughs> that's true. How dare this nigga. That's true. Just like we didn't give a fuck about that nigga who cheated on Mary J. Blige, we do not give a fuck about whoever is married <laughs> right. to Wendy Williams. Sir Blige. Period. Whoever. It don't matter, sir. Mr. Blige. <laughs> that's right. We don't care about you either. We don't give a damn. I mean, anyways, even though she did just piss me off the other day because she's still Wendy. Oh, is she still on the show talking shit about people? She of said course. something but about. I mean, she like said that. something. I just saw this on the clip, just browsing YouTube high, and she was talking about um, Joe Judice get possibly getting deported. Like, I guess he's dealing with ice. Oh, he's Italian. Yeah, like Italian. Yeah, like Italian. Right, like straight over from the boat. And I guess he's dealing with ice, and they're possibly deporting him or whatever. <laughs> and Wendy's like. Wendy basically was like, I hope he gets deported. And Teresa, you know, we see Teresa date. And I haven't watched The Real Housewives of New Jersey in a, in a while. Yeah, no. But I have also haven't heard anything about Teresa leaving her husband or wanting to leave her husband. Y'all fill me in. Right. But I just felt it was kind of like... Didn't they tag team their prison sentences? Like, he went in Yeah, first. like, one... I think she went in first and then him. But y'all... I, because... They definitely yeah. did them separately. They went one, one after the sta- other because yes. of the kids. Right. Right. Okay. So I was just kind of like, that's kind of fucked up to be like, I hope that this nigga gets deported and is it leaves his kids behind. Right. I, I wouldn't say I hope he gets deported, especially, you know, for something as stupid as I want to watch this woman date on reality TV. That is dumb. But I don't have no problem with white immigrants getting the fuck out of here after they commit <laughs> crimes because you know good and damn well if he was Haitian or Dominican or anything niggerish, they would have <laughs> booted his ass He out. wouldn't even have served a sentence. Right. He would have been like, you know what? Just go home. You don't Just even, we're not even going to out. imprison you. Just go home. We're going to beat you and so, then we're going to send you home. You know, if the, if the how you say name? Jaya, Jaya Deuce? If Judice. The, if the Judice family have to move to Italy, then oh well. Y'all just have to move to Italy. And Italy looks beautiful. It I've does. never been. I've always wanted to it visit. It looks nice as hell. Y'all got like good olives over. I heard the <laughs> pasta is good as well. It's beautiful. Wine. <laughs> that, Wine. That too. Fashion. Yeah. Y'all eat, you know, any place where people openly eat carbs is for me. So. Look. <laughs> and and where they do it is <laughs> Europe. <laughs> They're not Bitch. shy about it. They're not shy about it. The Pass French have bread. bread at every meal. Give it. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass baguettes for the whole family. Um, it's not looking great for Remy Ma. Oh my God, nigga. I could not believe this. We spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read the latest? No, I saw the headline and said, bitch, I'm done. So last week we briefly spoke about this child, Brittany Taylor, from um, Love and Hip Hop New York, who looks all of 12. Mm-hmm. And how she alleges that she was punched in the face by Remy Ma, who was 38, um, I think at Irving Plaza, over... Everything bad happens at Irving Plaza. What the Jesus. fuck, girl? <laughs> Stop letting niggas in. Absolutely. I'm surprised they're still doing it. Um, So, uh, you know, they said, Brittany says that she, 
was trying to help Remy's daughter, not the new one, but her stepdaughter. Right. Um, Clearly that's from, a baby. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help Remy's daughter after she was um, attacked or being abused by some nigga in Miami. And she claims that Remy told her that's not what she heard before punching her in the eye. She has the swollen black eye to prove it. Um, and has since been, I guess, uh, planning to sue her. So... Earlier today, it was reported that Remy uh, turned herself in to authorities and uh, posted a $1,500 bail. Damn, so this girl's pressing charges. Oh, yeah, girl. Well. Um, so it's not looking great. Ain't she still on probation? Now here, oh, absolutely. I think her probation or her parole was up in right, August. Parole. Oh, fuck. So she was like right at Girl, the like r- uh, all you had to do was just kick it reminisce all you had to do was just kick it <laughs> sis so um here's why i really feel like it. her lawyer don florio um said remy was home with her husband nursing her four-month-old child and i'm reading this from page six and it also says that the lawyer said it happened in a dressing room where the defendant had no reason to be there. The complainant is a liar. My client did not touch her. But wait, so it happened in a dressing. Well, so what then happened? Who, right. So then who hit whom? Because you acknowledging something happened, but you're saying Remy didn't do it. If you're going for the the story that Remy didn't punch this girl in the face at all, mm-hmm. God bless everybody <laughs> like, <laughs> because who did it then because she clearly saw unless this girl is like you know yeah. that way and harmed herself mm-hmm. why would she Try do that and right. blame remy ma mm-hmm. something happened to this girl's right. eye there's the shiner <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> i mean does she have like did she get a dna test do they have like flakes of remy skin in I mean, it or I don't something know what you could do in that regard yeah me you know either, but, but i mean when you talk about how not too long ago you shot a chick over some money right the thing is it's very believable that you punched this girl in the eye extremely believable so but also if it just comes down to her word versus her word and there's no actual evidence then i don't know how far this will go either i mean i don't i I I really don't know which is why i i I guess that's why they're trying to go with oh well it never happened thing (laughs) i mean or i didn't punch her i don't know what (laughs) the bitch was punched but it wasn't none of my business I don't know, girl. I don't know. I really want to know what what the story is. If it happened in a dressing room, then there have to be witnesses, right? Was it just the two of them back there? No, I'm sure there are witnesses. But if it happened in Remy's dressing room, then... Nobody's going to Nobody in there is going to tell on her. That's true. That's true. I have a feeling this is going to be settled out of court. Just a check will be written and that'll be that. But I don't know if... If her, if if this Britney Taylor girl's desire to, to get some sort of a financial come up from this or to sue her or even get medical expenses taken care of, I don't know if that's going to be it. You know, like I don't, if mm-hmm. once you've, she has to, Remy has to go back to court on May 24th. About this, right? Yes. Not in like violation of her parole sort of thing. No, I think it's for that. Oh, fuck. God damn. But so wait, <laughs> can she... Can she like be can can her parole be revoked over a rumor over an allegation? Girl, <laughs> that don't sound right either. It says here since the April cat fight, Ma has had to, Ma has had to check in with her parole officer every like Dorothy instead of every month. <laughs> Wear an ankle bracelet and keep to an eight p.m. curfew. 
So they've already been like clink clinking yeah, on that ass, ass just down. over the discussion of it. Well, you know, and maybe the fact that she has been complying with that, like she has kind of voluntarily decided to start segregating herself more from the population. Maybe that would be good enough. I just don't see her parole being revoked and her going back to prison if the charges end up dropped. If she does end up, if it does come out like, okay, I did punch this bitch in the face and I'm just oh, ever so sorry. Mm-mm. I hope that they like, I hope that she doesn't end up having to go back to prison for this. You know what I'm saying? Especially because I've seen a lot of people saying, well, bitch, you should have known better and et cetera, et cetera. And I understand that. But at the same time, if I'm looking again back at just what this child, Brittany Taylor, is saying, right? right? And that's obviously her side of the story. Mm -hmm. Their kid is involved. Remy's daughter is Mm -hmm. involved in this, right? And... Y'all niggas be like, I'll go back to jail. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Over far less with the same circumstances. So I just, what I'm saying is no, she shouldn't have put hands on her or anybody else or whatever, especially like going through the the situation that she did. Like she served time. She's already done this. But at the same time, she's human. And I think that I could just sort of, I don't have kids or know that I want them. Mm -hmm. And I still think that I can understand wanting to punch a bitch in the face. If my kid was harmed and you had anything to do with that. I can absolutely understand wanting to do that. I just can't understand actually doing it when you've already been to prison and you have a newborn. Fair. That's what I don't, that's where I'm having trouble. It just seems like, I'm going to have to leave just, both of my daughters if I go back to jail behind this bitch. These bitches are not worth it. That's the thing. They all deserve to get their ass whooped. Yes. These bitches be deserving to get their ass whooped. Physical altercations happen sometimes and, and they happen. But it's not worth it. I know that they're not worth it, but sometimes you don't see them coming. A lot of times fights happen and it's not until after the fight that you're like, I really just kicked this bitch ass. Like, I didn't even... You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to hear more, more from it. If this was something that was like premeditated... And she knew the girl was there and asked her to come to the dressing room to punch her in the no, face. I doubt that. Then it's like, okay, girl. But if this girl showed up after you'd heard blank, 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 and you lost your temper, like there's all I there's only so much finger wagging I think I have for that. Right. Given the circumstances. If it was like, oh, you said you called my daughter a hoe, then I'd be like, bitch, <laughs> now Remy, girl, get over it. You grown. Right. I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's just like you are the one who's going to have to leave your baby. True. If your parole gets revoked. So you ha- are the one who has to decide whether you're going to let bitches take you there. That's I get very it true. Because people will push your buttons knowing that you on parole. Yeah, right. And we said that. <laughs> we did. And it's a fine fucking line. It's, it is. I mean, it's just at some point you got to learn to walk the fuck away. You just have to. But again, I don't know that Remy even actually hit this girl. So I guess we'll see. Um. Uh, Speaking of rest, the Millennium Tour is about to look real awkward. God damn. Apparently, Raz B was recently arrested uh, for domestic assault. Apparently, uh, domestic assault by strangulation of his girlfriend. Apparently, cops in the Hennepin County Jail. Where is that at? Oh, Minneapolis. Oh, they must have been about to perform. Uh, got photos of injuries as evidence. Rasby is being held without bail. And uh, I think B2K got a show tonight. Oh, so well, Fuck that. Bump, bump, bump. You know, <laughs> I don't. Bump, bump, bump your ass further on into that cell, nigga. That's, that's, all, that's the only place you're going. 
I somebody tweeted me today and was like, I'm listening to an episode of the show from March, and y'all told people if they buy them B2K tickets to get the insurance because something's I mean, gonna happen. Duh. And right here, like just I it's have, recommended. It mm, tells you, yeah. hey girl. Hey, ticket insurance, because these is niggas. And you never know. Hey. And here we go. I have zero uh, compassion for niggas who put their hands on girlfriends or girls who put their hands on whoever. I don't have any compassion for domestic violence offenders. So Right. I, I do believe that Rasby's got some demons that he needs to work out, but I also... That's your responsibility. Right. That's your... It is. And it's not fair, but it's your responsibility to take care of your shit without hurting other people. Talkspace.com or... We got a promo code over here. You know, they're giving the girls all kind of discounts. <laughs> what I Like, whatever kind of help you need but you have to fix and your niggas love shit. taking their trauma out on the women that are closest to them mm-hmm. and hold them down and don't do the, shit the only people who will tolerate tolerate them shit. Yeah. they love it's just mm, it's just only so much I don't yeah no sorry for all of you who were looking forward to wearing your jersey dresses and your <laughs> your Tim heels whatever the fuck else y'all was gonna although no shade minus <laughs> Rasby I think you'll be fine Raz, which one is Rasby not the others. Not Omarion. <laughs> not Fizz, who was okay, on Love and Hip Hop. And not Jay Boog, who was the finest okay, one. Okay, okay. Rasby, I don't, I can't picture him then. Because I was definitely thinking Lil Fizz. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Just go. That, just I think that, that honestly, the people who y'all. like rush to get these tickets to CB2K, your fave, mm-hmm. like percentage, yeah. I'm just looking at the numbers, right. your fave is probably still going to be I mean, be as there. long as Omarion and, and, a little fizz out there. You probably good, right? Well, no, J Book is. If J Book hit the click, I'm not going. Is he still fine? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well then, you know what? It don't even dumb matter. fine because it just because this nigga is fucking up don't mean the rest of y'all got to miss out on the check. I'm just saying, I wouldn't cancel <laughs> shit. I would have my ass right there, bump, bump, bumping on stage. Okay. All the same, like, look, that nigga put. And nigga, that's the reason why I love you. <laughs> That ain't none of my no, fucking business. You bitches better pretend he up here because we ain't canceling nothing. Okay. Y'all better squint okay. and imagine. Look, we playing the videos up on the te- on the screen. You the remember? Jumbotron. You remember? He's up in the videos. Yeah, he used to do all that. Just, all right. just pitch it. That's <laughs> Shit, it. Shit, because I'm still getting my money, ho. Ugh. Um. Last but not least. Oh wait, no. I think that's. Is that it? Are we ready for the stuff? Okay. For the thrones. So before we get into the thrones, I just want to breeze through Endgame real quick. Avengers. Okay. Which I'm uh, assuming you did not watch. You know I didn't. Three whole, I ain't got three hours for no superhero movie. First of all, (laughs) shout out to y'all still bringing your kids to the movies. It's okay. I understand. This is a a moment we've all been waiting for. Uh, I bought a ticket over at the IPIC to go and watch it. I had to get like a noon ticket on Friday because that's what was left. So That's out. what was left. Yep. Um, and there were two babies. Um, one of them had to be like one. Um, he was all dressed up in his African garb with his, I don't know, mama, auntie, sisters, whoever. I love it. Uh, just the cutest thing. And the one, I'm, again, I'm assuming this baby was maybe one. He might have been a couple months quiet as a mouse they fed him as soon as i sat down he was awake but relatively quiet by the middle of the first act this nigga was knocked he woke up probably around the last half hour because niggas got excited over some things that happened towards the end hollered a bit but most Mm -hmm. of that was drowned out by everyone else's screaming which really caused (laughs) him to scream he was frightened (laughs) literally me at the movies other than that 
My nigga was quiet. There was another kid oh. in the row, though, that was maybe like, he looked like he might have been closer to four. Oh, no. He came to play. He would not be quiet. Like, just full on hollering in certain parts. But somehow, the Lord blessed me and it didn't really pull me out of the movies. That's good. It didn't pull me out of the experience. It didn't ruin it too much for me. And honestly, I was like, nigga, I'm not even the one you have to worry about. Because there was like parts towards the very, very beginning of the movie where like everybody busted out laughing over a, a clear joke in the film. Mm-hmm. And someone up in the front of the film was in the, the theater was like, and the black girl right next because we laughed at a joke, right? Supposed to. And the girl right next this black girl right next to me was like, Oh, they shushing people already, huh? <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she and her nigga next to oh, her were wait. like, I don't give a fuck. Some shit is fine. I'ma laugh. <laughs> I don't right. give a fuck. I sure as fuck am. And I was just like, girl, I just wanna watch the movie. I just The four year old came to turn the fuck up. Great movie. Um beautiful tribute to an era. Um Spoilers, honestly, if you haven't seen it by now, I don't know what is taking you so long. Feel free to tell me what happened. Or how it hasn't been spoiled for you yet. But spoiler alert. Um, So I don't know if I said it on the show, fully knew that Iron Man would be the one to die Mm -hmm. and Captain America would not. Because it's just a little bit more, you know, Iron Man started it. Tony Stark is like. What did he start? I mean, Iron Man was the first MCU movie. Like, Iron Man oh. sort of was, like, the beginning of all of like this. Like, the first comic book? Not the first comic book, but as far as the the Marvel adaptations, like, the films. Got you. Okay. The Black Panther, all of the Avengers, Captain so his America. his movie was absolutely His first. movie was the very, very first one, and it started this branching out into this universe that we have Got now. You. So I just knew that now we're ending that era, it's gonna be him to die. And I feel like, Cap is the one who won't die just because Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, said he was done with the MCU because his contract was over. And I feel like people assumed that that meant he was going to die because I think that Thanos kills Captain America in the comics or in one of the comics. Mm. I was like, much like Game of Thrones, that's what the fuck they want us to think. Right. Iron Man will die. Captain America will retire or some shit. Like, I didn't think he was going to end up... (laughs) One of you niggas on Twitter called him Joe Biden. Was it Mark? I don't remember... (laughs) They call Captain America Joe Biden. Because in the end, like, okay, so Endgame involves, like, a lot of time travel and shit, which was, like, uh, honestly... Just moving on for me. I held... I held my initial judgment of that back because it's Marvel and I knew that they would handle it well. And it's like, oh, whatever. It's fine. Time travel is, like, my least favorite plot device and it always confuses me in one way or the next. And I feel like, even now, I just have so many questions um, as to how certain things went. Like, how Joe Biden found his ass on that bench in the end of the movie. (laughs) But... (laughs) No, I will not watch Like, in the end, Captain America... You watch it when it comes to to Disney Plus or whatever. Right. Um, But... Captain America, in the end, has to go and, like, use this time travel thing that they use throughout the whole movie to fix everything that happened and go put the Infinity Stones back everywhere that they found it. And then he was supposed to come right back. But he decides, as I knew he would, to stay in the past with Peggy Carter that he was in love with. Mm. His lost, long-lost love from the 40s or whatever the High fuck, school whatever. Sweetheart. So he stays there and just lives his life from the past back to the current. So in the end, they're like, why isn't he back? And they look over in so the distance. Wife twice? Yeah. Did he get to make different decisions the second time around? 
Who knows? Okay, we don't know that. But he did not come back through the machine. Mm. They just look over to their left and they're like, oh, who's that old nigga sitting over there on the bench? It's Joe Biden. And it's, <laughs> it's Joe Biden. It's, <laughs> it's Captain America. And then he makes... <laughs> He makes the nigga, uh, he makes Falcon, the new Captain America, whatever. It was a great movie. It was beautiful. It was so fun. I thought that them going back and doing all these little tributes to all of the films that came before was really great. And um, it was oh, a good movie. I wasn't going to catch that. No way. I don't think it was the best Marvel movie, as a lot of people are saying now, because they're excited and it was a really great closing of the chapter. Mm. But it was a really great film and it had a lot of amazing moments and I did cry a lot. Um, so, so I just want to make sure Shuri and Okoye are still alive. They're alive. Okay. Yes. Thank you so I much. I told you, girl. That's like, really all I care about. They came. So, in the like How did climactic really moment, life? right. Okay. Thank you. So, they go back through time basically to get all of the stones themselves. And then Iron Man like makes. <laughs> Instead of giving them up so easily. Well, initially they went to find Thanos. They found Thanos on that planet that he was at and he destroyed the stones himself after using them again for I can't remember why. So then Thor cut his head off and the nigga was dead. So Thor killed Thanos. Yeah, Thor killed Thanos, but he went for the head officially the second time. Cut his head off, the nigga was dead. And then they fast forward like five years with Earth like dealing with the fact that half of the population is gone. Mm -hmm. And then Ant-Man comes back and is like, oh, I was like in this other dimension with microscopic things. And I think Ant-Man do? He can change size. Oh, he can shrink down to the size of an ant. Shrinks down to the size of like an ant or even smaller than that. Or he can become really small. And in the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, he got trapped in this like this alter, what is it called? It's this alter di- alternate dimension where microscopic things live. Okay. So he got trapped there because the, the people atmosphere? who were supposed to bring him out of there mm. got dusted by Thanos. Oh. So that was like the cliffhanger of the last Ant-Man movie. So in this movie, a rat happens to press this button on the time machine and Ant-Man comes back to the real world. A real rat? Like a subway rat? Yeah, like a rat that was just in the... In the place it had where to the be a New York is. rat if it was over there operating machinery. A large machinery. rat just cli- <laughs> climbing on things. The push rats this run the train. This nigga comes back. Then he goes to the rest of the Avengers and is like, "Time works differently." Oh my god! I think we can go back in time. Whatever. Okay. So they go back in time. They get all the stones. They come back to the current time. Iron Man makes a new gauntlet. The Hulk uses the gauntlet to snap and bring back everybody that Thanos killed. But meanwhile. Nebula, Thanos figures out that they are doing that. So he comes to Earth. like. But he died. Yes. But the Thanos from... Oh, but they went back in time. Yes. So he was back alive. Yes. Got you. So the, that Thanos... <laughs> this is convoluted. <laughs> exactly. So that Thanos comes to Earth. <laughs> yes. With past Nebula and past Gamora. Nebula is a person? Thing. Yes. That's how they did it. So Nebula... Okay. Oh. Nebula. You saw Infinity War, though. I did. The blue bitch that's Gamora's sister. Sure. And Thanos was, like, ripping her apart at one point, trying to get information out of her. Oh. And that's why Gamora told him where the soul stone oh, was. Oh, right, right. That's okay. Nebula. Yes, now I remember. So the past Nebula switched places with the future one and pretended to be her so that she could go back to the current her time. Tether. And then she used the time machine to get past Thanos and Gamora to come to the present time. So that's after Thanos brought... <laughs> girl. So that's after Thanos... <laughs> After the Hulk snaps and brings back everybody that Thanos 
dusted. Okay. Then Thanos is like, hoorah, bitches. I'm here and I'm about to fuck shit up. And he brings like his whole ass army and shit like that, right? Okay. So Iron Man and them are out there and getting ready to fight. And then you hear, on your left. And then Doctor Strange opens up all of these portals. And, like, the first heroes to walk through those portals was Black Panther, Okoye, and Shuri. I know, that's And right. they was ready to, for war. You better and then all of the other back. niggas come, M'Baku, <laughs> like, everybody. They did oh. the, the chants, everything. And then it was a beautiful... Mm, um amen. Beautiful fight sequence from there on. And yeah, Iron Man kicks the bucket. And I want the only reason I felt like they might keep Iron Man alive is because they might do like cameos with him in the future where mm. he comes and like does things for other little people, like a little couple. And then in the end, Iron Man like used a hologram, like okay. preparing for his death. So this is like, okay, if you're watching this, then I've died or whatever. And he like uses this hologram of himself to talk to his family after the funeral or whatever. Gotcha. So I realized, oh, so what Marvel and Disney is going to do is just use these Robert Downey Jr. holograms mm-hmm. when they want to have a Tony Stark cameo, but still use have the impact of killing him. Give Robert Downey Jr. all of this money and right. send him on about his way to, with his finished contract. To stand there and deliver lines. Wow. What a life. It was a great movie. Okay. It was. But I think that after the everything is cooled down, people are going to have a lot of questions. I ain't looking at no three hours of that. When you inevitably get Disney Plus and you have access to <laughs> right. the movies, and then maybe you when can I go can and pause do some it research. and get up and walk around, absolutely and Google shit that I don't understand, then I'll look at that. But child, luckily it, that ain't none of my business. It's one of those long movies that doesn't feel super long. That's what Terry said. She was like, I told her it was three hours, and she was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> she had no idea. I knew it was three hours before I got there, but it doesn't. Feel crazy long. How are you supposed to stay hydrated? I would have to pee at least once in three hours. Uh-huh. Unless you just did not drink nothing beforehand. I definitely used the bathroom before I went to the theater. Oh, that was smart. For sure. That and after smart. I left the theater, I did have to go again. Yeah. I but I never had, I was never like holding it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Sounds like the exact same thing that happened on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. A Stark saved the world. Um, That's right. <laughs> Woo, bitch. Um, okay, so the Battle of Winterfell. Season 8, episode 3, The Long Night, Game of Thrones. What a piece of television. Yes. My wondrous God. I actually was not ready for this at all. (laughs) Not at all. That episode was quite lit. Now this... This is some fresh shit, some brand new shit that I can say is definitely the best <laughs> that the franchise has offered us so I far. I agree. White people didn't like this episode, but I really did. They did it? Why? People have been ranking it like as one of the lowest of the season. They felt like the Night King It's the third arc, episode. Or not the season, the series. Oh, why? They're saying that the Night King um, story arc shouldn't have been wrapped up so quickly. Oh, girl, please. It don't make sense that yes, Samuel is still alive, which is true. It don't make sense oh, that well, Samuel yeah, that is still alive. That nigga should have been hiding somewhere. But, you know, small things like that. But I think basically they were mad that the Night King shit didn't get stretched out over the entire season. I think that that makes perfect sense. I do, too. And we can get to that later. But let's just start with the majesty that was this piece of TV. Okay. First of all, I have never been so stressed out watching a show 
in my entire life. Like I was trying to think. Mm. I've watched lots of suspenseful shows. We watched all the scandal how we watched yes. Smurda. Yes. We watched so many things, you know, and the closest I think that I've ever gotten to being that stressed out was like the season finale of one of them seasons of Grey's Anatomy with where there was that shooter in the hospital. And I was not even a Grey's Anatomy fan. It was my best friend Alan's favorite show. Mm. And we were at his house and he was like, nigga, I'm watching Grey's so you can go or you can watch <laughs> whatever. And I watched it too and I just got caught up in it and I was legit stressed. But this was a different level of stress. Again, because anybody could have died. Anybody. Yep. Anybody could have gone for any (laughs) reason and in just the most horrific ways. Not to mention the producers of this show are awful because like... (laughs) The way that they built suspense and tension through mm-hmm. this episode, especially in the early episodes, was just brilliant. It especially with like with light and yes. the sound design. Yes. The whole segment of of like the first few rows of soldiers just oh, standing and looking out into the pitch black darkness yes. and just waiting was crazy intense. It was. Then when the the Dothraki get their sickles or whatever those yeah. weapons are called lit up in flame and they run out there. The way that they played with the light with Daenerys and John up there yes. looking at basically these lights sort of hitting nothing. Gradually dimming. And then over and over back up again at Winterfell you see as the lights just slowly yeah. start to disappear until there's nothing again. Yes, it really stood out to me how they were playing with light in an excellent way in this episode. And not even just things like that, like the way that like once the dragons come out and yes before you even <laughs> see the night king and that dragon he's yep. fucking with the weather and he's creating like yep. snowstorms and shit they play with the lighting in the way like when the dragon is flying over them you can sort of see from his fire it's reflecting like all of this ice and snow in the air mm-hmm. which just they had the craziest shots with the dragons and stuff up in the air they and did. like one thing i also about loved about the night king is like his like this the the actual makeup and stuff and prosthetics is great, but obviously they do like digital stuff for the eyes to make them glow yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. And there were so many shots because he doesn't speak obviously, but mm-hmm. you can tell sort of tell with his fa- facial expression sometimes what he's thinking. And they had so many shots where you sort of looking up at him from underneath of it, and it almost looked like his face would glow almost like when you put like a flashlight underneath your chin. Yeah. So like when he's up in the dragon and you're sort of looking at him from below or like when oh, he all, when he got up to Bran scared the hell out of me and he's about to kill Bran and you sort of looking at him again there's just this menacing like yeah I loved that villain I yeah rest in peace to your face fuck yes <laughs> but but it had to happen it had to happen um, the battle itself you know me Watched it through my fingers because yeah. you can Reasonable. hear people die violently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whites are screaming. Yeah, everybody. It's just a mess. That um, like that when they finally got up to them, and this yes. is another thing. Let me stand really quick for Go the for sound it. design. When they're standing out there, and like for a long part, when like it's kind of still and it's just dark out there, <gasps> the and even after the Dothraki went out there and it was mm-hmm. silent, you kind of just hear wind. Yep. And then eventually the the Doth like the horses are coming back, and that part was terrifying. It's like one gallop, and then slowly more gallops. More of them are like, coming. Oh fuck! 
This could not be good. After that, again, they're in the front line looking out at the darkness and you just hear the wind. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it's almost <laughs> like the wind becomes the sound of the whites rushing. Yep. It's almost like, had it been them the whole time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when they finally got up to them, nigga, it was like this huge, literal piles of them yep. just crawling. O- Intensity! Disgusting. So scary. I was just, uh, I couldn't. My nigga Brian says, stand your ground. And when I tell you, I would have been running. I'm so glad that my bitch is still alive, too. <laughs> Get your ideas on the ground. Oh, my bad. I was, I'm, because you put the bug in my ear that she was going to die in this I episode. I was worried. And I felt like she would, too. I mean, they just knighted her. So I just said they did Right. You just never know. Because this show is so crude. Um, but no, we only lost a few, but the few we lost were real. Shout out to Lady Liana Mormont. A fucking icon. We Not did also know that she was going to die. We did know. Yes, and, we saw that. on her way out, she made sure she took that big blue ass nigga down with her. I knew she was going to go out like a fucking And she G. did. And, and that she, she did. did. She said, I'm not hiding in the crib with no damn women and children. I ain't got time for that. I am the leader of the my house. And I'm going to take my ass out there and fight her. And honestly, about. the fact that she died and Samuel lived. I mean, I get it. Samuel probably has to be there to like back up the whole John is the true king or whatever. Yeah, bullshit. I guess. But like, like, why not do I like something? Sam. I love Sam. But I hear you. But we all know Sam didn't have no business being on the fucking battlefield. When that first group of whites came and he fell over, right. I was like, there he goes. So I knew that he was going to get killed. Like, Sam, I, I know you're trying to be brave, but my nigga, please go sit down. Just go to the crib. You're the, getting your... people killed. <laughs> but, you know, the crib turned into an equally dangerous place. So, oh, God. Okay. When Arya ended up in that room and she had to use... Her, a man who has no face or name training to get Oh, when she was like in that library and stuff and she was going bookcase by bookcase hiding. Oh my God. That was another tense. My nerves were so fucking bad during that whole thing, but I had to remember. Arya spent a whole fucking season training in the dark, no mm-hmm. food, no yep, water. Yep, yep. <laughs> she, like, she was training to become a bitch with with no face and all yes. that. So I knew at one point too that there would be one that would was right up on her. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she saw that bitch, she went Yep. <laughs> like, she was like, let me go and kill you before you make noise and alert these other niggas. Even get a chance to, bruh. <laughs> when she told Sansa, stab him with the pointy end. Yeah, she gave that nigga that, she gave Sansa that dagger or whatever, that blade. Somebody told me they went, I don't know how to use it. Sansa, it's a knife. <laughs> it's a, but somebody told me they went back to the first episode and I think, or in the first season, and at some point she's like, Arya, baby Arya is like mm. trying to learn how to sew or whatever. And she's like, I can't get it. And her dad said, yeah. stick it with the pointy end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, Lots. There were a lot of callbacks. A lot of like, right moments yeah. like that where I'm like, oh my god. Arya. There were a lot of callbacks, and so Arya. I remember seeing the the clip in the preview of her running through the the halls and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know what that was about. I was like, I don't like that. Arya but I was very distressed. shook. She had blood on her fucking forehead right. and shit like that. And <laughs> I didn't I was like just none of that. Shaking. Let's discuss the Night King and his mission. Okay. Um, R.I.P. to my nigga. You worked so hard, bruh. <laughs> we miss you. I miss you. Um, it's and only you. You, you, <laughs> you commit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stuck to your word about what you were going to do. And, he you know, did. it's just, unfortunately, a bad bitch caught you slipping, bruh. And you got a little too confident. It is what it is, but I will never forget you. It was two or three times where I said I would have laid down all my burdens and been like, y'all can have Winterfell. <laughs> when Jon Snow thought he was going to run up on that nigga and, he, and the Night King turned around and did that raise up motion with his hand that and was... all them... I said, please don't make us have to kill Liana. Like, please do not make these when people have to kill the 
sent up blue. Listen. I couldn't handle that. I could not. I said, no, not my baby. First of all, the whole dragon combat thing that oh, they were that doing was, was already stressing me out. <laughs> it was too much. Because, like, Viserion, you know, I think that's how you say the dragon's name, that, that the ice dragon now. Yeah. Already, you know, my heart goes out to him. Yeah, rest in peace. Him but I was it. just like, don't kill any more of the dragons. Please don't kill any more of the dragons. And I don't even know. I know that one of the dragons for sure survived because they were there yeah, at I the end with alive. Daenerys. I think that they're both But one of them got fucked up. Well, maybe it was Danny. I think the one that John was flying oh, okay. got fucked up. I have to watch the... I started watching the episode again, but then I fell asleep. But, but. eventually, as you know, um, the Night King got knocked off of his dragon. Mm-hmm. And... Just got his ass up and was like, all right, I guess I'll walk. I mean, I'm still tuned in. How can you not love this nigga? (laughs) Like, he was like, no big thing, whatever. You know, I I am an admirer of the dedication. I really appreciate how he was like, I'm going to see this through. I don't give a fuck (laughs) what y'all talking about. Period. And Bran just sat there like, I'm ready to die. I still don't understand why it had to be Bran specifically. Like, what is all this? I don't. When that nigga raised his after John ran mm-hmm. up on him, and I really thought, okay, cool, we're gonna get Night King John combat, like a sword to sword fight. That's gonna be exciting. Night King was like, um, <laughs> handle my lightweight. I don't have time for this. Uh, it ain't no such thing as my army being gone. So when that nigga did that <laughs> shit, much like when after the the trench got lit up and he was up in the air and he got like a couple of the whites to like lay down on it like before oh, he yeah. even did that I was like this nigga's gonna make them lay down on it and yep. a couple of them die so the rest of them can get through and he did I and was they like didn't give a shit either what is going to stop them this won't end until the Night King says so you thought your little Somebody ring of fire else. was gonna keep us away from y'all did you really think that your little dragon fire <laughs> when Danny called for Dracarys and the Night King was like bitch you're your little warm temperatures, they literally mean nothing. He literally to me. smirked at her. It's and that Miami. Was, it's a Miami day, girl. I was like, oh. <laughs> I feel great. Mm. It was a bit nippy out here. <laughs> Can you feel the heat on your skin? <laughs> Two weeks in a row, I've had a reason to I'm standing <laughs> on the sun. Can I get you all love it? A commercial. That bitch just gave us a commercial. A commercial. How dare she? Um, so yeah, the smirk yeah. was delicious. I absolutely it so loved good. it. He looked at her like, bitch, please. Like, I see you thought so. Are you are you done? Are you are you done? I loved the meme of uh uh Daenerys saying, This is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen in my life, but she had to pick up that sword and fight. <laughs> oh yeah. And then Olivia she was Pope looking coat. like, Oh, this is what I don't do. So <laughs> I just got my not hair interested. <laughs> What's going on this here? This isn't cute. Uh, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Somebody come get me. I, um... So... <sighs> Arya motherfucking Stark. Arya that baby did mo- that. I literally cried. That baby I did I jumped up and screamed. That. I screamed. So, when... <laughs> First of all, R.I.P. Greyjoy. Bran was like... Um, Bran was... <laughs> Theon. Theon, you know what? Theon came full circle. He did. He did. I, that's he an arc I himself. can appreciate. He redeemed himself. You know, and ultimately, all he ever wanted to to do was be loved and accepted. True. He was a bastard. He knew it all his life. He was treated like he was different from and, everybody else. And he genuinely felt regret for the time that he was yeah. feeling his beat and being and, disgusting. Right. And he felt bad for the crazy shit he did, unlike right. his uncle Euron. And 
Euron is out of his fucking mind. I think that's why he em- that's why he embraced death in that moment. Like yeah. he knew he was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Brand knew he was gonna die. Brand said, "You a good man." <laughs> Brand was like, "Hey, bro. So shout out to you. We both nigga. know it's like, time. You all right? You all right? Um, well, bye. I'm gonna just give <laughs> like, you a little bit of peace before you die because you're finna." And then that's what happened. But, you know... I don't know if that was like, you're going to go to heaven, or I don't know what he was trying to reassure there. I think Theon just needed some some reassurance. You're like, you know what? I am not mad at you. We all appreciate what you've done here. You're a good guy. It's time for you to go. But, you know, don't die thinking that everybody hated you. Right. (laughs) Because we didn't. We really appreciate your sacrifice here. Like, uh, Melisandre, bitch, I guess you redeemed yourself after you killed Shireen. Bitch, I guess. But I totally expected uh, Sir Davos to lop your fucking head off. When she walked in and was like, I'll be dead by daybreak, girl, so don't even try it. I will give her more... (laughs) leave me alone bitch I'm finna evaporate she (laughs) I will give her a couple of props for her um, willingness to help and her pep talks I feel I mean her spells were necessary they were they were necessary they were so when the Night King strolled up on (laughs) Bran I was honestly watching this show mm. like so like what I what didn't is have no problem with with Brand dying <laughs> oh yeah no I didn't either I didn't have no but I was just it. thinking to myself okay he's gonna kill this nigga and then I guess they're gonna head for King's Landing and then leave everybody here alone yeah because I mean he finna rise this undead army back up so they finna kill anybody who's still alive like they can easily overcome everybody at this point. And then we're going to go down and handle Cersei. I completely forgot about his whole resurrection thing, too. When that nigga lifted all of those dead people up again, I was oh, like, no. oh, they're, this is why he's not yeah. worried about none of y'all. Like, I was fully in Kill who you want. It. I'll just bring them back. Right. Like, <laughs> the fact that he didn't bring them back sooner. <laughs> he was chilling until John thought he was going to write. He was like, um, I have things to do. And quite honestly, I've been here long enough. Mm-hmm. Like, this has been cute, but I got shit to do. What here. you have to know how to do is kill a white, steal its face, and then sneak up on me. And at the last minute, tear that shit off. That's what you got to know how to do. But you don't know how to do all that. You know how to fuck Yanny. I sincerely, even after Melisandre, Melisandre, <laughs> after she said the, the whole thing about woman. the blue eyes, mm-hmm. I, I, when Arya came up out of the shadows, leaping at her, I gasped. <laughs> like I literally had my hands over my face. Like yeah. what? It was Air Arya. The fuck. And <laughs> yes. then homeboy. St- Spun around and grabbed her by the throat, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> like kill no, Bran, turn around." Here's how you can be so stressed out over this show and Team Night King at the same time, because I still have people I like. You know, right, I still have yeah. people I don't want to die. Right. Arya is very high on that list. Yes. So when he grabbed her, I was like, "No." <laughs> like, if it comes down between him and Arya, he's got to no. go. And it did. No. And he did. And when Homegirl used that little move. The little move she learned. He's like, yeah, your little chokehold is cute. However, <laughs> you got to be quicker than In that. actuality, <laughs> here we go, sis. And that dragon glass shattered his ass immediately. Boy, I I felt such relief flood my body. You can't even, you really what can't even imagine. What an amazing episode. I was not, I just wasn't ready. And then they cut to the dragon and he shriveling up and all this shit. And I was like, it's really over. And that's when I said, the real threat is man fighting man. Mm-hmm. The real threat is not some weird and mystic that's why shit I don't in the mind background. It. I've, I, that's why I don't mind it. Yeah. Because I almost felt like it would have done a disservice to 
a lot of the characters and their arcs outside of the White Walkers to make the whole show about the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. I think the White Walkers and the Night King had a very specific mission. And had they bit had he been uh, successful in killing Bran, I definitely think he would have headed over to King's Landing. Because as far as I'm as I know, the Night King's whole goal was to create the endless night mm-hmm. and be the king of it. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna kill the rest of y'all niggas too, but this bitch is standing in the way of yeah. me like keeping my goals intact. So <laughs> the fact that he died there, I think that it actually leads the way for like an actual fight for the throne between the people that we've been focusing on, like Daenerys, like Cersei, this whole new thing mm-hmm. with John and how uh, yeah. Danny is going to deal with it without the distraction right, of, of the, the end of the world yes. and all of that other stuff. I think this is actually a great way to end it. And I think that there's going to be a little bit more that can be said about it because I feel like Bran still has the ultimate gag. Mm-hmm. You know what? We will see. I I think that is quite possible. But once it all sunk in for me, like the whole like what I thought was going to be the big war is really just between like human versus human. I was like, I really like how the show is driving the point home that our biggest worries in this life are not the weird, fantastical, mystical things that may be existing out there. It's the niggas right next to you. Like that's the real, that's the real war. That's the real conflict. That's going to be where we see the real mess jump out. I just think that, that the, the white walkers making it to King's landing and them all fighting the white walkers for the throne with, Cersei and stuff like that would have cluttered up in a six episode season at that Mm -hmm. would have cluttered up like a conclusion that I think will I think it will just be a little bit more seamless Mm -hmm. with it being the humans yeah like the 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 people three episodes are just gonna be about people versus people like and you know Cersei is gonna be feeling her absolute (laughs) shit because she didn't have to see not one blue eye that's what she Not, think. <laughs> but girl, uh, everybody you've ever loved is against you. <laughs> well, first of all, most of them are dead. But the rest of them... You think she's going to die? Are going to be... Oh, yeah. I definitely think so. I kind of feel like she die. might not. She's I'm, either going to die or escape. Yeah, that's what I kind she's of... She's not going to remain on the throne. No, 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 no. I, I can kind of see Cersei like being exiled or escaping or something and then disappearing. Simply mm-hmm. because like if they're able to overcome her muscle... She ain't no threat. She ain't right. got no fucking dragon. She ain't got hands. She got nothing. <laughs> she can't fight. You know, right. she's, she's not going to do nothing. So if they can take out all of her muscle, right. all she's got at that point is the space and opportunity to get gone. That's it. And the only person, only people who I could think who have like legitimate reason to put a blade in her throat, Arya Sansa. And you called, or you at least said you want Arya to be the one I to do killer. I want Arya to be the one to do it, but... I kind of feel like this was Arya's moment, though, for the show. Well, and I hope that, yeah, and I'm glad about it. I, it's a huge I know moment. a lot of people felt like Jon Snow deserved that kill, but Arya literally trained for it. Like, with the circumstances of that night being what they were, y'all absolutely needed Arya. She to had through. the confidence and the skill. Yeah. To the do Night so. King has such, like, enhanced abilities. Y'all are not going to be able to sneak up on that nigga. It's not going to happen. And again, as soon as he notices you, he about to rise up all the dead niggas around him and that's the end of your ass. Arya was like the only person the who only like one. knew she could yes. do it. And even when she did see the whites for, like firsthand and started freaking out, then the red woman came through and, and hit her with a reminder yeah. like, bitch, like, you know you Don't got forget. this, right? What do we she say, was like, bitch? Oh, not today. <laughs> like, 
I don't kill this nigga. What do we say to the god of death? I said, not today, ho. Right. Straight like that, bitch. Not today and not Arya, goddamn It just made, and I mean, I still, like I said, when she jumped up out of the the nothingness, I still gagged. But I think that it makes sense. But I would love for Arya to have another, just one more, just one more kill and let it be Cersei. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if she pulls off a face at the end and you see her sitting in that throne. I went back and watched how she eliminated all of House Frey. And I want, I want that again. Did you hear how her her boyfriend said something? Her boyfriend, something? right? Said he didn't should've like been the should have been John at the end. What? Girl, so many people tagged me like, break up with this nigga. <laughs> I saw that <laughs> all day. Well, you know what Kid Fury and Crystal say, girl. <laughs> Crystal and West, they tell Shop, you to break up. Shop3.com, Maisie. You need a sweatshirt or something, bitch, because it's time to leave that nigga. Yeah, so I kind of feel like Bran is the, the Lord of Light. Okay. Maybe so. Or not like... Or the Lord of Light isn't, like, a thing. Like, I think that the Lord of Light is the three-eyed raven. Okay. Y'all correct me tomorrow. But I kind of feel like the whole time when he was warging or whatever it's called, he was sort of pulling a lot of the strings on the battlefield. Mm. Like, I kind of feel like he had something to do with the trench lighting on fire. Remember, like, when she was, like, struggling to get it and she was like, what the fuck is going on? I think that he was probably late to the pull-up and was (laughs) like, oh, okay, here you go. I think that he is the Lord of Light and the Night King and the White Walkers are the the embodiment of the Great Other or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's why he wanted to kill him. Because that's, like, his, his... yeah, he's you know, like the exact enemy. opposite of him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Light, bitch, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I like darkness, negativity, coldness, and meanness. But I could be 1,000% wrong. I mean, it makes as much sense to me as any other theory. That's the thing I mean, about this right. show. You could pull anything out your ass and it just might happen. Well, Bram being the Night King definitely didn't make sense to me. I didn't well, understand no, that, how they got to that. that. Well, I mean, I guess people were just like, it's weird how y'all can communicate. Y'all be on the same page and everything. It's well, because he touched but, him. Right. So, so I understand why people thought he might be evil because of that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand how they thought that he was the Night King. Like, right. That still didn't make sense to me. Well, but I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if his abilities as the Three-Eyed Raven over time, like the Three-Eyed Raven before him, mm-hmm. led people to thinking, oh, there is this god that does all of these things and makes all of these wonders happen or whatever. And it's really a three-eyed raven that's mm-hmm. manipulating time and space. And so, much like the night, the White Walkers killing the one before him, they're like, oh, well, guess I got it off you too. Shit happens. But <laughs> Arya was there to hold her brother now. She was. And now that I've thought about it, I think I want Sansa to kill Cersei. And Me I, too. And I want her to deliver the same line Arya did when she killed House Frey. The whole, when you leave one wolf alive, the sheep are never safe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want her to do that. Like, you executed my daddy in front of my face. And now guess what, bitch? Like, Sansa really deserves. Arya deserves, but Sansa was tortured by that woman yeah. directly. Sansa needs to at least have one badass She kill. do. At least, you know, at least pinch the bitch. <laughs> Something. At least that. <laughs> right. Yeah, but a, a part of me feels <sighs> like Cersei is going to be left with nobody to fight her battles anymore. That's the thing about Cersei. Then, Nobody's on her side. Nobody is truly on Team Cersei. Nobody really likes her. Except for this nigga that just is Euron really, don't really like her. Right, he's he just only got attracted to the power. Interest, right. Right. And once it's clear that she ain't finna have that, what well, he'll turn on her ass too. Ooh, or if he find out she's not really pregnant, or that that's Jamie's baby and not his. Child, when Jamie's new lady Brienne the Stallion gets <laughs> <laughs> King's Landing. Rest in peace to that nigga Jorah. I know uh, Danny was real sad about that. 
Me too. Like, damn, man, you went through grayscale operation yeah, and everything just to, I'm not like crying or nothing, but yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I'm just glad it wasn't any of my personal faves to die other than Liana. Yeah. That was the one that really yeah. punched me. And, and we saw, it and coming. I knew they was going to yeah. do it when they were the first of all, the first 10 minutes of episode is like zero dialogue. You just watch niggas getting ready for this. Right. I was like, this is increasing the, the tension was just <laughs> unbearable. It was just like, nigga, I need a drink. I need some, I need a blood. I need to lay down. It's Especially knowing the previous episode, them niggas had stopped right there. Like, yeah. you know that the whites and the white walkers, that whole, whole squad is right there we just can't see yeah. them so the fact that they're just chilling and everybody is sweating bullets and just walking around trying to get ready man yeah. the this yeah. was an incredible yes. piece of tv and someone pointed out i read an article someone pointed out that john snow's wolf was there when they were all getting ready mm-hmm. you know how they all have their own wolves or whatever i assume the, wolf the wolves died. were i don't think the wolf died I think we'll see the wolf again. I hope so. I hope so too, because then we'll, I love that whole wolf storyline with the I spikes. love the dire I, wolves. Yeah, me too. And I've seen enough of them die already. I can't handle it anymore. I when I like saw a- the one wolf running out of cross with the other with the Dothraki and shit, I was oh like, yeah, Lord, can Ooh, y'all just man. lock the baby? Speaking up? of rest in peace, I mean, but the Dothraki, y'all were like mad, but the Dothraki and the Unsullied were literally made to die. Well, they weren't made to die, but they were. Yeah, like that was like their thing. In, yeah. Right, but they were shaped into being like warriors, soldiers, like just a bunch of niggas is going to have to die. So who is it going to be? And but some of them niggas. came back. Right. Not all of them, but you know, if you on the front lines of a battle. <sighs> The very Especially front Especially with them niggas. Right. And I mean, y'all got your little helmets or your breastplate or whatever, but you can still nope. die, yeah. like, easily. And it's a lot the of knocking head armor. <laughs> and what do that mean to a bad bitch named Arya Stark? I just, I felt so much joy at that scene. I watched it over and over and over, and I was just so proud. I said on Instagram, never been so proud of a white woman in my whole <laughs> life. Never in my whole life. I just felt such love for Arya and the girl who plays Arya. <laughs> like, I just was like, I'm overwhelmed right now. It was now. a crazy emotion for me as someone who stands the Night King, but also stands Arya and was kind of hoping we'd see more of the Night King, but also <laughs> loved how you. he died. I can't with you. It was almost bittersweet. I accepted more of the sweet and I was just like, oh man. <laughs> Because the Night King was just a, a, such a great villain, especially one that has no yeah. fucking dialogue. And for what he and the White Walkers were, how they were created in the first place mm-hmm. and the purpose of that to then turn around and be like, man, fuck all y'all. Like, I just, right. just love the Night King. But I, the way that but he went out was he great. He had to go. He had to go. The way and he went if out was by great. anybody, then Arya stopped. Absolutely. Because I couldn't choose anybody right. else. She was just so... Well, John being the, the one to do it would have been it like... It would have been whack and predictable oh, and like, oh, yeah. no, John Snow. Is it John Snow? He couldn't even pinch the bitch. <laughs> right. He thought he was going to walk up on this nigga. And the Night King turned around like, girl, 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 oh, do bitch. you think I don't hear this rustling behind me? <laughs> bitch, you're not going to get nowhere close to me. Bitch, I am not It had to be Arya. Arya was the one with the training to pull this off. Absolutely. Nobody else. Nobody. That bitch can kill white so easily, slice them faces off like it ain't nothing. And she won skirt. Like... <laughs> she wasn't and even when that nigga had her in the death grip she was like I still know what I got to do and it ain't nothing to a boss and I just loved it so much so I hope y'all enjoyed this 40 minutes of spoilers oh well <laughs> 
Um, yes. So great, great uh, entertainment that came out this past week. Three more episodes. I'm ready. You got to start coming over to the watch parties. There's a quiet room oh, and yes. a loud room. Oh, amen to that. <laughs> so that's appreciated. Right. There are two different rooms for niggas who like to talk back to the TV okay, and people who that. like to hear. In between episodes, I've actually been playing Game of Thrones, the Telltale game. Okay. Um, have you like ever played game? Have you played Life of Life is Strange? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Many times. Did you like it? It's weird, but yes. Okay, so it's imagine like, you know white teenager angsty shit. Right. Right. Imagine the way that that game plays, where you like choose the dialogue and how the story goes, but it's set in the Game of Thrones universe. Oh, okay. And it's like between it starts at the Red Wedding, and then I think it goes up to like like season five. I want to play the Red Wedding. Uh, well, you're not like in the wedding, but you're like you're a part of a family called House Forrester, which isn't in the show, but mm. they're like briefly mentioned in one of the books, I believe. And so you kind of play through different characters in that family who gets sucked into the story of the show. And it's really, really, I've just been playing that. Gotcha. Like in between episodes and it's really good. But okay. I think that Telltale's, Telltale just shut down recently so I don't think you can get it on the, on the store anymore. What is PlayStation. it, PlayStation? Oh, yeah, my PlayStation been sitting on a shelf for months. I need to go dust it off. That's the game that t- plays CDs, right? Well, I got you a copy anyway. Oh just my God! <laughs> I think you can only get physical copies anymore. I was just saying, so. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> dust my PlayStation off, and now I will. Oh yay! I mean, it's still Game of Thrones, so you might have to watch, watch through your eyes fingers. at some point. Okay. But it's still thank you, friend. Just as great a story, and it has a lot of the characters from the show that are voiced by the actors from the show. Oh, I was about to say rated M. That's for many, right? But that's no, for mature. M means mature. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, M must like be for TBMA. everybody. It ain't that bad. No, that's E. <laughs> but. It's pretty great. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to play it. So, yeah, All Game right. of Thrones fans, I hope that was an adequate review of, of <laughs> one of the best episodes of the series so far. Let's take a break and start your letters. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We're back and it is time <laughs> for your letters. It is. Send your questions. This is a full ASMR episode. <laughs> I really don't understand the appeal of that, nor do I understand the videos where you watch somebody eat a lot. Oh, m- mukbang? Mukbang? What the yeah. hell is the I don't. I've never understood the mukbang videos, um, but... Like, if I'm hungry, I'm just going to be hungrier. And if I'm not, then it's like, why am I watching you eat? I've never really understood the eating ones, except for when it's like a ridiculous, like, I'm eating, like... 
150 bowls of spare ribs or something just like <laughs> crazy but like if you just ordered a whole bunch of Chick-fil-A and you're sitting there eating and talking about your ex-boyfriend yeah. like that's different but I also don't understand like unboxing videos and those are some of the most unpopular oh, videos yeah. on YouTube so different strokes well I could see it if you were doing like a, I like when girls do the makeup hauls I've been watching a lot of makeup oh well yeah that, I that is really fun I'm just talking about people like oh I just bought this uh, Captain America action figure <laughs> like I can see See what's in the box through the front of it. I don't like. What? I I see. Congratulations! You got I got a PlayStation Four. Like I know what's in it. There's a PlayStation in there. Oh, all right. So, uh, yes, yeah, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. First question comes from Penny Proud, who says, <laughs> "I went to see Avengers Endgame." The Friday that it came out. Oof, what happened? At 9.15 a.m. Because every other showing was sold out. I know it was. I was eagerly anticipating it. Didn't want it to be spoiled. It was wonderful, by the way. When I left the theater, I texted my friend group chat saying that I saw the movie and was immediately accosted by niggas and they hurt feelings. Saying things like, I really don't bang with you no more. And we've been seeing the Marvel movies together for years. Like, how could you go without me? Oh. Number one, we saw Black Panther, Infinity War, and Deadpool 2, which doesn't really count. Yeah, Deadpool is not an MCU movie. <laughs> Number two, Black Panther isn't necessary to understanding the overall story of the Marvel Cinematic Thank Universe. Thank God for y'all. Black Panther is its own self-contained story. I beg these... For the most well, part. she didn't say these niggas, but I am. I beg these niggas to go see Captain Marvel with me, and they felt no need saying that they only go see the important movies. I consider... Marvel. And I'm going to change it. I consider Captain Marvel to be important to the overall story only because it answers various questions and is assumed to set up the future of the films. Plus, number three, I still intend on seeing it with my friends and any other time somebody suggests going to see this movie. Well, Captain Marvel was kind of irrelevant to Endgame. Like, she had some pretty cool moments and did some really helpful things. I mean, she just came out, so... Yeah, she wasn't really... And she's OP as fuck. Like, if the bitch was in most of the movie, I'd be questioning why they're having issues at all. Got you. Don't know what OP means. Overpowered. Got you. Okay. I'm literally the only person in this group who will go watch a movie multiple times in theaters, and they know this, yet somehow I am now fake for seeing a movie and witnessing (laughs) a conclusion to a story that I've been riding for since elementary school. All right. Was I wrong? That makes... Or, <laughs> thank you. You was, just answered my question. Was I wrong or are these niggas dumb? My mom said they dumb. I was also wondering... <laughs> the, my mom said my friends are dumb. It's actually the subject. Yeah, your mom's probably 29. I was also wondering Kid Fury's predictions about the film, although I guess like, you just did that. Yeah. Um, so if you missed it, Penny Proud, go back um, and review the spoilers right before we started the questions. But Saw it all coming except Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I just, didn't care about. I under, I I don't understand people being mad that you went and did something without them. Unless it was like, oh shit, I don't even know. Had an abortion and it was my baby. Other than that, it's like, I right. don't, like what? Because that's the thing. You can always go to the movies again. Like many people who saw Endgame including myself, were like, can't wait to go again. So. <laughs> right. Like, just, and like she And it's is. three hours. So. Yeah, I wouldn't even... I would tell these niggas, y'all are smoking dicks. <laughs> Please relax. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> I do too. Like, especially Calm a movie that is the culmination of all of these fucking films over the past decade, and you know niggas don't give a fuck about jumping online with spoilers. Yeah, many people are securing their ticket right. as soon as possible and not trying to worry about... Like, nigga, I was like... I think I was maybe three hours behind when tickets went on sale, and it was Uh-oh. a struggle <laughs> trying to find some tickets. Shit. So nobody's trying to like 
coordinate with y'all when you're ready to buy and when do you want to go. I bought my ticket to make sure I was in place so nothing would be spoiled for me. Right. We can go again when y'all want to go. It I shouldn't even be that big a deal. I don't give a shit about being spoiled. There you movie. go. I was looking on the internet like, can somebody please spoil it? And then that one nigga did. Somebody who played football. Who was it? Somebody who played football. Yes, he put up a video like the day after it came out talking about rest in peace, Tony Stark. They ain't have to do my nigga like that or whatever. The day after it yeah, came out? Yeah, people were pissed. Of course they were. I can't remember who did that, but I was like, shit, I don't know who the fuck Marvel Tony has Stark had this is. huge, <laughs> fair enough, this huge don't spoil Endgame thing or don't spoil the films. They did the same thing with Infinity War for the longest time. The yeah. day after, my nigga, you couldn't give them until I like Monday. Up. Right. Niggas, that's what I mean. Huh, okay. But yeah, girl, get them niggas together and remind them that you are happy to go see the movie like, again, regardless. You can just go again. Like, I'm fake now, bitch. Let me show you fake. What? I'm, how am I fake when I really wanted to go see this goddamn movie? <laughs> I'm fake when you are the bitches who admittedly say you only want to go see the big movies. Meanwhile, I see all the movies. I clearly care more than you do. Like, girl. First of all, I don't even understand how you could only watch. I'm assuming the big movies means the Avengers ones, but you are going to be incredibly no, confused. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. maybe you could sort of get through Infinity War because Infinity War definitely sets it up quite clear this guy's the bad guy he wants those things these guys are the good guys they're trying to stop him right that's that you know but Endgame if you've not seen any of them except for like Infinity War and maybe Black Panther you're going to miss a lot Mm. especially since as I mentioned earlier a huge chunk of the movie is them going back to other movies not just Avengers movies. They revisited Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor the Dark World, the first Captain America. And there are tons of ca- callbacks to all of the films across. So if you are if you are someone who has seen all of them and is a huge fan of all of them, it just makes sense that you are like, on top of your shit, yeah. I need to go as soon Way as I can to go. Invested, right. And then you niggas who don't care as much, we can go together afterwards. What right. the fuck? But then you said you've been a fan since elementary school. <laughs> Answer to me that you're a child. Yeah, yeah. So right. <laughs> tell your friends to get the fuck over. Yeah, it. <laughs> they will be fine. And that will be that, girl. The fuck? <laughs> child, please. I went V huh. alone. Like th- that's the thing. Y'all are so lackadaisical about it. You didn't even realize that this movie was going to be like absolutely sold out. It made, I don't even know how much money. Some It broke some records. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. I like forgot. $36 billion yeah, dollars something or something crazy. Absolutely. ridiculous. It definitely went over a billion like just worldwide. Not, maybe it was $3.6 billion, I don't know. But some it was just absurd how much money this movie made. So if you weren't a huge fan then you weren't going to be on top of the ticket buying process. You really didn't give a shit. You thought, y'all thought y'all was going to get up Saturday at 11 o'clock and go see Avengers at 1.30? Is that what you thought? But you, did you think that you were going to go to the theater and say, I'll have two for Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what the fuck land uh, is you living on? Good luck to you, sis. Oh, so good. Our next question comes from Maurice, who says, I am a gay black 22-year-old about to graduate with my bachelor's degree. Congrats. And then I'm hopefully going to move to a big city and start a good career. All right. I met this guy in my communications class oh, this semester. <laughs> One day I was just scrolling on Grinder and got a notification mm-hmm. from a faceless profile. And to my surprise, it was the guy from my communications class. Yep. He messaged me saying, I knew you were gay and I knew if I made an account on here, I'd find you, which clearly he wasn't wrong about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that the right, <laughs> right to say, why that, you say that And he said he needed some help with an assignment because he missed class. On Grinder, yeah, work. Since he messaged me on Grinder, I was just looking to get some dick from him, so I said, "Sure." 
And then when we met up, I was expecting to just fuck him and call it a day. But we but, realized we have a lot of mutual friends and that he's actually known of me for the past few years, but never thought to approach me. Okay. So after that, we became friends. We see each other and smoke like four days a week and FaceTime almost every day. After huh. we made, after we became friends, I made the decision to not sleep with him because I decided having another gay black friend is better than just another hookup. So every time we've hung okay. out, it has been strictly platonic. While we FaceTime, he tells me about some of the guys he's been hooking up with, and we talk about sex a lot in general. He always mentions that his dick is so big and that some bottoms can't take it. In parentheses, he put, I'm a bottom. So one day I jokingly said, your dick can't possibly be as big as you make it out to be. And he said, you want to see it? And I paused for a second before I said, sure. (laughs) He sent me a picture of his dick and he instantly became so much more attractive to me. I bet he did. (laughs) Girl. Uh, he has a nice body. He's black and his dick is like nine inches. When I saw yes. it, I said, huh, you shut me up. And that was it. <laughs> Here's my dilemma. He's irritating and he does a lot of things that don't make me want to necessarily maintain a friendship with him after I graduate. And ever since I saw his dick, I've been thinking about sampling it. It's a nice, thick, healthy dick. And I don't know if I want to <laughs> pass up the chance to try it out. Oh, my God. My question is, if I end up choosing not to maintain our friendship, should I sleep with him within the next two weeks before I graduate? Or should I just let it go and maintain the platonicness of our friendship in case we are ever in a similar space again? Thank you. Love the show. Just fuck. <laughs> Who cares? What the fuck is this letter? (laughs) Well, he wants to, he's got a friend. But he just said that he don't even think he really want to be friends with this nigga after high, after college or wherever they're at. I think he's saying, I think he's feeling that way because he got a glimpse of that dick and now the lust is overpowering the rest of his brain. But he said that he finds the nigga annoying outside of that. Now he's irritating. But before y'all was talking on FaceTime every day and hanging out four times a week, he can't be that fucking irritating. So you're saying that he's pulling these these complaints out of the yes, out of thin air to so sort that of he like, can justify being like, we're not going to be friends because I want that dick. He ain't that fucking irritating. Don't nobody hang out it. four days a week and smoke weed with somebody saying. who's I see annoying. What you're yeah. <laughs> but you're only 22 so like take that day I mean like girl you're gonna have so many friends sis like <laughs> it's it sounds like sexual tension has been there um niggas don't really <laughs> just show they dick to somebody that they I was about to ask if gay men just be like hey friend totally platonic friend would you like to see my penis I mean I've seen my friends naked before like just well yeah but do you know, they send you nudes hap- yeah but I've never had like a platonic friend be like oh yeah here's my dick okay no yeah, that's what I'm like not me right you know but so not unheard of right okay so <laughs> To me, I wouldn't be surprised if he feels similar to you. You know what I mean? If we are correct or Crystal is correct in um, the assumption that you might be feeling, oh, well, he chose with his mouth open. (laughs) All of a sudden, now he's so irritating. You know what I'm saying? If that's what it is and you like if if you have like sort of a fear that if you sleep with them then y'all won't be friends afterward then yeah then you know try to like keep it platonic for the sake of the friendship that you want to preserve or whatever because that's not every some people 
can fuck somebody and just be friends afterwards. Yeah, but I think those people are far and few between, truly. Yeah. The ones who can genuinely do like, it. Like genuinely And still really be it. your friend and still totally be open to you like having healthy, romantic, and sexual relationships with other people. Right. That's very rare. I think most of y'all's friends are going to catch some kind of feeling when you decide to be friends with somebody right. else. Like, I just think niggas need to be honest with themselves about that. I've been the opposite before. Like, I've had niggas before be like, oh, but we're, we're friends and da 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 oh, And I'm yeah. just like, I don't... Who are you lying to? Give we're a not. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we just can't be friends after we have sex? Yeah. You know what? I think... I do think you're bullshitting on these reasons. But also, I think you're 22 years old and you're about to graduate. And you and this nigga probably not going to live in the same town no more. Because you planning on moving and all that. So Don't why not? Sense. Right. Like, be safe. Wrap it up. Take your pills or whatever. Like, yeah. do whatever you got to do to be safe and yeah, have some fun. You have safe sex. I mean, you said it's right. a big old thick, healthy dick. That's not. <laughs> Just have a good time. You have this. been. Like, what the fuck? You have been really ruminating on this penis. You're denying you yourself it. a possible good dick over a friendship that might fizzle away friendship. anyway, or you might. There might. Just, just have some friendship. Fun. Go, <laughs> go sample that dick. Yeah. Enjoy. It might be tasty. Probably. I mean, it might be. Sounds like your mouth watering. And then if the sex is trash and he really is irritating, then you have no reason to talk to him at all. (laughs) Do you know it's about to be summertime? It's ghosting. If the sex is trash, I would assume that that would make it easier for you to be friends. Oh, you're right. Because if the sex is like mind blowing. We're then you're friends. probably going to be way more sensitive to this nigga and oh, the ins yeah. and outs. We didn't think about that. But if that. the sex is like <laughs> mediocre or not that great, then you could be like, ah, and then just laugh. Yeah. You have to be prepared for the possibility that you may catch feelings if this nigga give you the dick of your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I didn't think about that. That sucks. <laughs> oh, 22 year olds are a lot more easily um, influenced. <laughs> So Dick you have to be careful before yep. you do it. But I understand that's why definitely you a major thing to consider. It to is. Consider. That's important because you have goals and a nigga will slow you down or stop you entirely. All right. Our next question comes from Paige who says, I'm 26 years old. I'm from Baltimore. You can say my real name if you want to because I don't give a damn. I want all the smoke. Oh. <laughs> I recently started a new job and I got cool with a coworker who <laughs> has the shittiest nigga of all time. She's gone through several hardships throughout her life and has no one to help her. She's only 22 years old with a two-year-old daughter. She's also the breadwinner for her entire household. Not just the breadwinner because that can make it seem as if this nigga makes any money at all. (laughs) But no, he stays home and plays video games on YouTube. (laughs) For YouTube, sorry. She pays the rent. Oh, he's a streamer? Yeah, she pays rent, Oh, that's sort of a job. Car insurance, gas. (laughs) Ooh, okay, maybe not. BG, and so on and so forth, while he does does stay home with the kid, which saves them money on daycare. But what the fuck else is he going to do? Right, I mean, he's shit. Let's not congratulate There should be no reason for him not to react. She said, let's not congratulate a fish for swimming. And And I live. That is absolutely something that was passed down to her. That was passed down. She told me he used to put his hands on her, but no longer does that. Oh, However, he does fuck. yell at her and degrades her whenever she tries to talk to him about anything. So, like, he ain't shit, ain't shit. Yeah, he doesn't want to work because he'll be too tired to play. <laughs> what? Because he'll be too tired to play his games when he comes home for his. Th- oh, girl! For his thirty-four subscribers on his YouTube. <laughs> Nigga, what shit don't make sense to me? 
Recently, she sent me a voice memo of an outburst of his because he was upset that she picked up a shift at work, saying that she didn't know what? what kind of plans he had for the day before agreeing. So he went off on her because she picked up an extra shift at work without asking him if he could stay at home with the baby. But but you don't have. But you don't have anything. But nigga, it ain't like she wanted to go get her nails done or go shopping or any of that sis or any of that shit. She got bills to pay. The voice memo was 20 minutes long of him degrading her, telling her she ain't shit. And the reason he's so depressed and his life is shitty is because of her and saying she makes him so miserable. This girl has been through every type of abuse that exists on top of the fact that she's just a black woman with dreams. And this form of mental abuse does not help the situation. He plays on the fact that he thinks she doesn't have anyone, but that nigga wrong because she got me and I don't play this shit. Work. Huh. domestic abuse holds a place co- close to my heart I'm big on friendships and although I've just met her I feel like I'm in her life for a reason however I think she's scared to put her foot down and start moving in the direction of getting this nigga the fuck out of her house and her life me I'm all for that shit and I've insisted on helping her out my boyfriend is even willing to talk th- to this nigga man to man and help him see things better for himself and oh, his nice. child but she won't let us be great I've asked her three times in the last couple of days for her address so I can pick her up and give her some time away from home and set up play dates for her daughter my question is how can I force my way through to help her get out because I refuse to hear one day that one of the walls he punches when he's upset becomes a part of her body I truly hate bitch ass niggas and I will with no hesitation fight this nigga okay she's just going off at this point Uh, she's this is a lot of emotion here we're gonna keep okay I don't want any harm to come her way but I also want her to be able to enjoy life she is so young and has so much going for herself and it would suck to see her life wasted because she's supporting a nigga who cares more about YouTube than his household. I'm traditional and a man who don't work, don't fucking eat. In the end, all I need her to do is give me the address and she ain't got to do shit from there. How Auntie! Do I, how do I squeeze it from her? Her fear literally has her frozen. Sincerely, with the shits, Paige. Man. Paige, everybody needs a friend like you. Yeah, I agree. Everybody needs a friend who care, who cares this much about you. This but, nigga got mad at her. This jobless nigga got jo- mad at no, her. No, 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 not jobless. He streams on YouTube. 34 subscribers. <laughs> Which means zero ad dollars. Which means, right. Zero ad dollars. A check with a balance of zero, zero. point it's zero a zero. It's totally blank check because it's, it does not exist. There's no money. <laughs> it's vapor. There is nothing there. A nigga with no job said you didn't clearly. And you can me. be like a full time streamer. I follow yeah. tons of them you who can be make a way streamer. more money than me. Right. You could be a millionaire, but you are not that nigga. Right. In <laughs> the meantime, between times, sis. You have to have a job. This is just Stream like when you off work, like that everybody acrimony else. nigga with that battery. <laughs> oh my God. Why yes. couldn't she just work Why couldn't during you, the and day end? <laughs> and work on the battery after? Right. Because you know what you're doing when you work on your battery all day? Spending my money. All fucking day. Meaning I work to support this whole household and you bring nothing in. I actually needed to take a second shift to pay this light bill that you've been running up. Right. Playing Fortnite for 18 goddamn hours mm-hmm. a day. And childcare is a valuable expense to not have to pay. Halo. So you are doing a good thing by at least watching your child during the day. But first <laughs> of all, that is your responsibility. And secondly, you ain't got shit else to do. So then I mean, you should just be doing it. And the fact that she had to pick up another shift because she's paying all the bills and you mad because she didn't clear it with you first is like, nigga, what you mean clear it with you? Somebody has to make money or else we don't have a house. I mean, so that's just those what, are the what facts plans. Of life. Do, I would love to know what plans you have with a car that don't run and uh, no job. What plans do you have that's more important than watching your daughter? Please tell me. I would love to know. 
this nigga is I'm glad to hear he's no longer physically abusive but the way he talks to her is absolutely unacceptable and leads yeah, me to I don't believe get down that, that right that that ain't you know out of the picture is like no that may very well happen again right. but at the same time you can't force nobody into doing something they're not ready to do you might try to like strong arm your way into her house and three weeks later she's gonna go right back to that nigga because she wasn't ready to leave so i think and sometimes that push that push depending on the person can make it harder for them to get away. Yeah. Because then it's like, then it becomes all your fault and you just don't know how to mind your business and you don't know what you're talking about and all of those other Ooh, things. Man. It's it's really, it's a, and we've had letters like this a ton of times mm-hmm. and it's a really, really slippery slope. But it's hard. You're right in that all you can do is be an honest friend Mm -hmm. and make sure that they know that the doors are clearly open. Right. You've asked her three times in the past couple of days. I think you just need to give her some space and, or not even space, but time and let her know that your door is always open. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot better than like trying to pressure her into doing it. Yeah. She's, it's not going to be easy to leave uh, an abusive relationship, especially if she's been abused all her life and has a child Mm -hmm. and she's only 22. Like, the odds are stacked against her right now. So you got to give her some grace and just let her know that you are there for her, regardless of what she may need. Call any time of the day or night, that sort of thing. Oh, I just got an idea. I think that's the best. What? What? Maybe you do like a a, a girl's retreat if you can. Ooh, I like that. Like you and her, maybe some other homegirls if you have some available. So just go on like a very Hey Fran Hey esque <laughs> little getaway where y'all are, it's just the ladies yeah. and you guys meditate mm-hmm. and, you know, eat vegan. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't even have to travel. It could be like a staycation kind of thing. Yeah, you could do it at a local hotel or even if it's just a sleepover at your house, you know, just, anything. you need some, she needs some time away from that nigga. And, <sighs> you know what? I don't even want to, get into all that because I can just hear him being like how come you get to have sleepovers and go hang out and I don't get to do none of that I can hear it already so I just think what is best for her is knowing that there is somebody who is on her side and willing to help as soon as she's ready to to accept it because you can't force her into it and you don't want to push her away like you really do have pure intentions here so I think you just got to adjust your methods a little bit so that the the pureness of them shines through. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Woo! And I pray for that girl because trash. I just don't. Niggas, bro. I would not be able to refrain from spitting in his face as soon as he asked me why I didn't clear it with him. Why I didn't clear it with you? If you had a schedule, I would clear some with you. You don't have a fucking schedule. I'm sorry. Have clear a what with you? Job. What were your plans? What Where do your, you have to be? I'm sorry. Was your availability limited today? What? Ah! Oh my God. I just can't. Okay. Last question is um, one that she said maybe for the couch. Um, you know, may not. She's not entirely sure. But anyway, okay. this comes from, I'll call her Monica. She says, my daughter who is 10 has said some things to me that led me to believe that she is attracted to girls. First, she played a prank on me and said that she likes girls. I told her that I loved her and I don't care who she likes. She seemed surprised, but insisted that she was just joking. A few days ago, she asked me if she could tell me something without me telling anyone else. I said, sure, and waited. It took her a very long time to say it, but she told me that when she was seven, she kissed her friend on the mouth. I asked her why, and she said she didn't know why. Honestly, I feel like she might like girls since she was about six or seven years old because she suddenly wanted to stop wearing dresses, kept saying she didn't want to have kids. (laughs) 
31 and I feel it. I feel you, bro. I'm sorry, but age six, she was like, you know what? It's trash. I'm sorry. Same, I'm sorry. Bro. I wasn't ready. That was so I was funny. definitely a kid that was like, ew, I hate kids. I don't think so. I don't like being don't around these kids. Y'all did this on purpose? Y'all have me in here with all these kids right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. She asked me to start buying her boy shoes. Um, I catch on YouTube. Boy shoes are cute. They are. They are cute and practical. Especially if you want to go outside and fuck shit up. Yeah. I catch her on YouTube watching people who were clearly gay women and she would hide it like she was doing something wrong. I mentioned it to her dad. He is not angry, who is my husband. He is not angry, but wants to just ignore it and not acknowledge it at all. I want to show her that I love her. I don't care about whether she likes girls, if that turns out to be her true feelings, and I will support her anyway. My husband says that's just encouraging the behavior, and this may just be a phase. I understand that, but what I don't want to do is have her stop talking to me about it. I just don't know what to do. Any suggestions would help. How would you have wanted your parents to handle this if you had told them this at a young age? Thanks, Monica. Well, Monica, um... You didn't really say exactly how old your daughter is, no, right? No, she did at the beginning. She's 10. Oh, she's 10 now. She's 10 now, but she's been... Oh, okay. She's been um, showing some... Yeah, for a yeah, couple years. ...signs for about four years, yeah. I would say that at around that age, you sort of want to sit on the bench a bit and let the kid um, open up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that you want to pry because between like 10 and 16, 17 years old... We want our parents as far away from our business as possible <laughs> unless we invite them in. You know what I'm saying? Outside of like school and basic stuff that they right. sort of should be supervising. Personal stuff like that, especially, and it makes me so sad, but I'm not surprised that at 10 years old, she's kind of aware that there might be something, uh, that 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 might be something that is perceived as wrong. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, somebody's not going to like that something about her. to hide. She's heard that somewhere. Mm-hmm, absolutely, so that is sad, and so that sucks. Um, but I think that you are, um, you definitely sound like you're in the right state of mind and handling it anyway, and being supportive of her regardless. And I think that right now, that's all that she really mm-hmm. needs to know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like had it been me. I'm sure I've spoken on the show before, but, you know, like most of the time when I was around that age and I had discussions about my sexuality with my parents, it was more so a thing where it was like, I'll love you regardless, but. And then after the but, it was like, I'll never accept you as being gay. Gay is blank, 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 blank. Right. So. Which my mama swear now. after but. Right. We talked about this revisionist history ass. All I ever wanted was your happiness. Um, well, I kind of remember. I'd like to take you back <laughs> to April 2000 when you most certainly And we can remember the days. Feel this way. We, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, we remember, girl. You might act like, oh, I don't, I don't even know, know what you... What I've always supported... Girl, girl, keep on lying. What? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, I think that as long as... um. There are ways, I think, as a parent that you can sort of uh, let your kid know without prying too much that you are going to accept them for who they are and that they can talk to you about anything. Mm -hmm. I think that sort of just being a young person, we kind of push back when parents start to get when parents start to dissect things about us that we feel a little insecure or confused about. Mm -hmm. And it's not just that 
you're getting involved. It's that you're sort of getting close to something we don't really know yeah. how to discuss yet. Yeah. So I wouldn't really feel any kind of way about your daughter not knowing how to share those things. She's figuring out whatever's going on in her mind. Mm-hmm. And you know another 15, 20 years from now, mama could have a whole husband and 18 kids or whatever <laughs> and be like, you know, I was just curious. You know, who knows? I mean, it could like, literally be anything. It doesn't any have to be a huge deal. Of the thing. Maybe she is gay and maybe she's not or Maybe she's just queer or who knows? It could be anything. And it just, I think you are handling it very well when you let her know that she can tell you anything. Like, your husband is concerning me. Mm, Yep. He's concerning me because this Not surprising me, but. Right. And I'm glad he's not, you know, outright homophobic. That is great. But the fact that he says that, you know, talking to her about it or letting her know that she is loved regardless and all this is encouraging the behavior right and that's why I wouldn't even say that he's not out and out homophobic because it I mean I mean I I don't know him but like that doesn't sound anti that like encouraging what encouraging her to be herself right it just sounds I just I just want to root out the ignorance there because like you do understand that telling your 10 year old daughter that she's loved no matter who she is is not going to encourage her to like go eat pussy if she don't want to (laughs) She's not going to be gayer because you told her that she was welcome and accepted in this home and this family as herself. That isn't, I don't, right. So I just feel like you trying not to be homophobic, but you holding on to it in small ways that you haven't really dug deep on. The biggest homophobes and some of the most damaging homophobes are the ones who don't believe that they are homophobes, Ooh, much like that. racism and, and every other form say of bigotry. Because they feel like, oh, Donald no, Trump swear he ain't racist. I don't go, I don't, I've never killed a Negro before. I just think that, Therefore. you know, they're just dirty and lazy and the Black Lives Matter movement is not a real and thing. And if you don't want to be shot, don't go outside. Right. Like stuff like that. Yeah. So. So. I mean, I, I'm not going to judge your husband or whatever based off of what you've sent in this this email or whatever. Yeah, but, but just I remind would, him of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, our kid, in, in terms of of love, Yeah. as long as she's not out here loving underage people or animals, then... Right. I mean, and she is 10, so you know if she's I mean, when she's us, right. grown. Right, but it's like, we don't, we're not, this isn't... There isn't any way that you're going to, like, scare some lesbianism into her by telling her that she is welcome. I think that if I had, and I know that now as a 31-year-old with my own shit doing my own thing in 2019, where not only I think my parents and family's perspective may have changed just based on me, but Mm -hmm. also just based on society and the conversations, period. Had I been... At a younger age, had I had my parents sort of say the things that are in this email without the but, I think it would have made a huge difference. Oh, yeah. Um, Ooh, and just, absolutely. And just my, like, confidence and progression and stuff all together. And ultimately, I don't think that... Ultimately, I think that I, <clears throat> I was able to get there mm-hmm. on my own accord. Um... But yeah, like, I don't think that we all need our parents to necessarily walk us through homophobia or homosexuality, bisexuality, queerness, transness. I don't know if that's the word, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that we need for our hands to be held. I think that we just need to know that we have the support system in the village there 
if we need to just come home and cry because somebody was mean to us right. or whatever, right. you know? And that feeling of not knowing that you can be able to share those things with your family without judgment can make you feel trapped. Yeah. And it's not to say that your kid won't still grow up and be amazing and, and you know, cure all kinds of illnesses or whatever, but... I understand as a parent that that's something that you want to avoid, but I think that you definitely sound like you have the right tone. So yeah, you know, I just think it's also important to not just tell her that she can tell you anything, but to like demonstrate yes. that as well. Yes, because I was told many times that I could say anything to You're my right. parents, and mm-hmm. yet, yep. <laughs> There were times when anything was said and the reaction let me know that that was a lie or they made comments about something that let me know that if I were to comment to them about it, like you just revealed your true feelings to me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I can't really come to you. And maybe she has picked up on homophobia from her father or somebody else. Damn. And so she is like, ooh. A I lot of the things. I gotta, I can't tell this to nobody. Now that you say that, a lot of the things that sort of that gave me caution in terms of being open like that early on were not even things that were said to me. There were things that I were overhearing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, there were things that were just the way I heard people in my family talk about gay people or people that they just thought were gay. The way they talked about AIDS. Yep. All of those things were sort of shaped the way that I Mm -hmm. thought about sharing that before it was even a a, a conversation about the possibility about me. Right. Because at age 10, I was fully having crush on boys. I was in love with Jason Weaver. (laughs) I will have you know. Oh, yes. Jason Weaver was everything. (laughs) I was in love. Okay. I didn't start having crushes on girls till I was like 16, 17 years old. So it just, but I had my first crush on boy when I was in fifth grade but even though like homosexuality was never really discussed as a topic in our home it was very clear to me that it was not okay to be so yeah very clear yeah very clear yeah so you know I think it's important to not just tell her that she can say anything but for y'all to model behavior that lets her know she can come to you with anything because when she starts hiding important shit from you is where your relationship starts to deteriorate if I had just grown up and being you know sitting in a corner drawing or something and I heard my mama watching TV and be like why don't they leave that Ricky Martin alone? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know why Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin wasn't even out then. I know. I don't know why. But you know what I'm saying? Like if I just Ellen. if I had right. Oh, the reaction to Ellen coming out was girl. Oh, and they was mad as hell that Oprah Bitch. went on that episode too. Oprah on there with that white. I remember these dyke. things. Oh, it was ugly. I remember. It was these ugly. Things. Not even necessarily like my mama or my daddy, but the adults in yes, my life. Yes, period, period. Are, right, the people All the around me, it was very much this attitude. They couldn't stand fucking um, when, when even when like straight niggas would do completely like gay or homophobic even, like, like they could, they hated um, when Damon and, and David Allen Greer did, um, what the fuck is the In Living Color segment called? Um, oh, the two snaps. The um, ooh, yes. what was it? The, oh, it's the movie review. Fuck. Yes, you guys are to gonna kill up. me no, for I'm forgetting the name it. of this. <laughs> oh man, it. it was a the show oh. was called something. Damn it! 
It was the two gay niggas. It yes, was. The but they kind of caught a show. It was. Why can't I find it? Y'all know men on talking. film. Men on, <laughs> men on film. film. Oh, it was so good. But yes, they had a problem with that. They hated they they men on like film. That. And these were two heterosexual niggas mm-hmm. essentially making jokes about gay men. Right. Um, and they just, they couldn't take it. Nope, they could they not stand not it. Like so like, little things like that were... Yeah, I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> right? I love that segment. I thought it was great. So, like, <laughs> they were funny as hell if you asked me. <laughs> little things like that definitely did shape um, <sighs> the way I thought about sharing yeah. certain parts of my life Absolutely. with my family. So I think that Crystal is right in sort of demonstrating um, demonstrating your, your thoughts or your um, support rather than just outright saying it. Because... Yeah. When you're a kid, child, you start to note. I mean, you really do notice what how people it's react. A completely different world. Yeah, you and just you know, live in a completely different world. And grownups, the grownups in your life shape so much of it. Like Absolutely. the rules of your life are created by these people, and you don't even really question it at that age. Because we're supposed to look up to at the, at young ages, like ten and stuff. We're supposed to look up at to the adults, yeah, to sort of inform us on how life supposed to go, right? So, and it's not till you grown that you realize them was just regular ass people with their own regular ass issues and fucked upness and everything else going on and the people who are supposed to if the people who are supposed to unconditionally love me whatever that is are reflecting the same sort of thought process that i'm getting from kids at school then where do i go yeah you know but again you seem completely informed of what we're talking about (laughs) yeah i would say for you just sort of give your daughter your space and make sure that it is clear to her with demonstration as mm-hmm. well as words that you gonna love her and be supportive of her no matter who she loves I saw a clip recently of cause I think we talked about it being prom season of a young uh, queer boy who was going to prom oh, and he man, was in his dress yes. and his mama put his corsage on him I and wasn't was like, ready oh yeah I broke down I was like oh wait what I'm sorry <laughs> these parents exist <laughs> it's I... a, it's <laughs> That's all the kids need, bro. Just let let us just be. I went to my formal with a gay friend, male friend. As many of the gays have. <laughs> I was like, we're going to lie for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it up. <laughs> Beat it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, God bless you. Um, good luck to you and your daughter. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We'll, we'll, <laughs> bitch, we'll be back. <laughs> Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, we're back and it is now time for our reads. Amen. Go ahead. I don't really have one, so I'm going to need you to go first while I browse the past the read inbox. No problem. <laughs> I have two. Great. <clears throat> So first by uh, uh first thing, I was on uh Rhymes with Snitch, shout out to them, and I saw this story uh from Oh Rain. my god, the fact that I thought you was about to say Rhymes with Snitch had like a podcast or something and you were on it, I'm like, nigga, I have to download it immediately. <laughs> my yeah. bad. Okay. They, sh- they should have one. Um so 
Rain Pryor, uh, Richard Pryor's daughter, uh, posted on her Instagram uh, some stories about her child being bullied at school uh, by a group of girls who have done everything, including make fun of her daughter on an app. They punched her in the back of the head, apparently. Oh, my God. And it was a nurse, not any of the other school officials, but the nurse who actually suggested taking the child to the hospital because she might have a concussion. Basically bullying and terrorizing this kid. Wow. In Baltimore. And um, Rain has basically sort of uh, started a call to action against bullying occurring in, like, in that school and other schools. Of course, she has talked to other parents and her child ain't the only child being terrorized by this particular uh, group of girls. And um, it sounds to me that she's quite aware that these kids, the bullies, including... And including many other bullies, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what their experiences at home or whatever. But at the same time, you have to keep kids safe at school. Um, for me, um, I just wanted to bring this up because hearing her talking about this, um, especially from the, the I don't know what it was about this because it's not the first bullying story I've heard. But like just coming off of like. The story of Nigel Shelby last week and then this kid is just thinking like... It's too much. Something has to be seriously done. She's talking about the way that the school has attempted to handle it with these like pseudo therapy sessions between the students. You know, like when fights happen and they be trying to have the students sit in the counselor for like... 10 minutes and talk, but what is the root of the issue? Yes. And, and you got to pretend you don't hate this bitch sitting across from you. <laughs> so, you won't so you can go back to class. Right. So you right. Get suspended. But you're talking about students who have had other kids threaten to kill them. You've had students oh, talking uh-uh. about, oh no, you know, shooting another kid and things like that. How are you not immediately expelled? Hello. I mean, that's not a joke. But honestly, my cousin's a teacher in Houston, and she said that the exact same thing happened. A kid threatened to be violent at school, shoot up the school, and they were like, we can't. There has to be some serious... I almost feel like people think that because we're talking about children, like kids under 18 or whatever, they're like, oh, they're kids. They're people. They're people. They're young people, but they're still people that can still do hardcore drugs. Fuck nonstop. They're still people that can kill one another with their bare hands if they wanted to. And like, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the fact that I don't even have kids. From the perspective of someone who does have children, I'm crazy protective of my dog, my nigga. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't even be wanting other people's dogs to get too, too close to mine. I'm thinking about having a whole ass person that I created. And for this eight hours or whatever of the day, it's someone else's responsibility to make sure that they're safe. I have to still endure the stress of of living as an adult, working, making money for me and for these niggas at home or whatever. God forbid I got a spouse too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to still endure all of the adult stress that I would more than likely be dealing with if I was single. And then also that have to pray and hope in the day where school shootings are just are unnecessarily abundant Ooh. that... Kids at the school could be making my child feel unsafe. And aside from physical damage, could be doing really crazy 
mental and emotional damage as well because of whatever the fuck they got going on. It's not going... I have been the student before who has been tormented by students who has gotten into physical altercations and who has sat in a principal's office and across from this nigga and had been like, oh, well, what's the problem? Why didn't you talk it out? There's nothing to talk out. That bitch don't like me. I don't like that bitch. He couldn't tell you why that he don't like me. I couldn't tell you what the fuck the problem is. We're fucking kids. That nigga hates me. This does not work. And of course, everything that she brought up didn't really show any evidence of working. So, like, then when these kids come to school with weapons and be really going the fuck crazy, it's like... I mean, but I mean, uh, look at the fucking Secretary of Education. Don't nobody, like, this just... Look at the entire fucking administration. Look at the Attorney General. We have to do better about protecting children in the academic space, just in school. I st- Honestly, I still have nightmares about school, about high school mm-hmm. to this day. They're not as frequent, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm more comfortable in who I am as an adult, or I'm getting there anyway. But I still, I've always had, like, ever since leaving school, had this recurring dream of not necessarily being bullied, but just the hell that I processed being high school being because it almost feels like prison especially if you know that you're going there and you're gonna be fucked with by the same people every day because there's no escaping them it's not like work or like college even where you got a little bit more space and niggas need to sort of be more worried about their individual shit lest they lose their job or waste their money at school or whatever So, but like when you're they in got high, nothing to lose. K through 12, when people are fucking with you, it legit feels like the end of the world. And we're so quick to shake our heads to these young people like, oh, you have no idea. Just wait till you're a grown up. Yeah, being a grown up is hard, too. But they don't fucking know that because they're still children and they're dealing with motherfuckers fucking with them on a day to day basis and making them feel worthless. And it doesn't make any sense for adults to know that it's happening, to see that it's happening and to see the like gravity of some of it, like kids literally threatening to kill one another and being like well let's talk it out no no fuck no No. more needs to be done and that's another reason why this administration pisses me off as well because it's like i know that it's like a lot of schools especially schools in certain areas do not get even almost adequate assistance in taking care of these schools much less i mean taking care of these students much less giving them proper like curriculum and preparation for the outside world you know what i mean but there should be like, like uh, Rain Pryor even suggested like there need to be like mental health suites. Like there should be like legitimate mental health mm-hmm. professionals who are working in schools, rehab, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. serious stuff because they're not just ignorant kids who will rig- figure out how hard life is when they become adults. They're in it. Their mm-hmm. life at the moment outside of trying to get straight A's and whatever the fuck else is still difficult Mm -hmm. because the poison and the toxicness that other kids may be dealing with in their fucking environment outside of school that they bring into school it affects them too not uh, not only though you know the, the 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 kids themselves that are dealing with it outside of school so like listening to this mother begging people to like give a fuck mm-hmm. about these kids even to me is just flabbergasting because 
What are we? It, what, don't make if, sense. it doesn't make any fucking sense. What is the point even? And people, like hundreds of people in a school, one school itself, if not thousands of people, are sending their children off to school every day and hoping that you are going to make it, make sure that outside of them getting an education, then they'll make it home. Mess. Because we can't. Why? I'm like, nigga, if I had kids, I'm more <sighs> likely oh, homeschooling Home, these okay. niggas. Okay, homeschooling, unschooling, all that weirdo shit. <laughs> you you just go out into the world and, and you decide what you want to do you will just let your interests guide you girl because where you're not going is in that schoolhouse i mean that's not practical but like it doesn't have to be this way this isn't just the way the world is and oh well nothing can be done we could be better and you always hear of some school somewhere where a principal counselor or teacher just took the extra time to give a fuck and actually listen to the students and then they make them local news and then they're on MSNBC because the students are just doing so great. Oh my God, they're graduating. Oh my God. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why do you think that? Because they had a support system. They had people in place that actually gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. And yes, I I heard a lot of times from my parents and other and other people, adults in my life, that like, oh, these people, all the bullies in your life, they're, you know, they're just reflecting such and such out on to you. Okay, so who was going to help them so that they stopped? I went to one school that had a counselor who was like an emotional counselor. Right. And I remember that being like more rare than it should have been. Yeah. But also like... Mm-hmm. Kids very much need that because they may not have it at home. Like there has to be somebody somewhere who is going to hear these kids and like just listen to what they have to say. They have to be believed. They have to be heard and they have to be taken seriously. So the fact that y'all are just acting like this is no big deal and then saying, oh, well, you think it's bad now. Wait till you get grown. That doesn't inspire me to want to get grown. (laughs) It's already shit. It already blows. And they don't have the context of the world opens up so much more than just these niggas you go to school with every day. So, like, you're not helping in any way here. This is why so many kids do take their own lives or harm themselves or drop out or all of these other kinds of things. And then you just want to SMH it. Like, things can can be done. Like, more can be done. And I know a lot of teachers don't get paid enough. And a lot of these other school officials, security, all that type of stuff ain't making enough money and things like that. But, like, these kids, come on, bro. Yeah. Come on. My only other read is, um, it's yes. a story. Okay. I love stories. So, I was high playing the Game of Thrones game the other day up until, like, 3 o'clock in the I morning. Can't Maybe wait. 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and I decided it was snack time. Didn't have any snacks in the house, so I decided to take a little walk over to the, the CVS, not so near for me, to go and get some things. Oh, no. Walks into the CVS and um, grab my things. I go up to the counter, and there are two niggas behind the register talking about, I don't know, the game, bitches, whatever niggas talk about. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was quite large and round. The other one was a little bit shorter and uh, thinner. So I'm just going to refer to them as Keenan and Kel from here on out because uh, I don't know what their names are. Okay, I get it. So <laughs> I go up to the the counter and I'm wearing this jacket. Now, you have seen me wear this jacket a million yeah. times, I'm sure. Yeah. I wear it all of the time because it's comfortable. This is an off-white jacket, ladies at home. Um, no, it's camouflage. No, I mean, the Off-White is the label. Oh. Virgil Abloh. Oh, I never know your brands. He's always in here in some high-dollar shit that I cannot identify. Now, here's the thing. Okay. It is a camo jacket, 
Right. But yeah. that is like, I think the people probably who know me or at least pay close enough attention know that like black and camo, that's my tea. Yeah. I like, especially for most of the year when it's cold, all black, a camo jacket and I'm done. <laughs> I'm Daria. Exactly. So it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm in this motherfucker buying chips and fucking blow pops or whatever fucking dumb high shit (laughs) (laughs) and a smokehouse almond because a blue diamond smokehouse is always appropriate. Um, So (laughs) I go up to the register, right? And I'm wearing this jacket. (sighs) It's a camo off-white bomber jacket. It's on my Instagram in case you want to know which jacket it is specifically, but it's important to the story. Okay. Kel asks me when I get to the fucking register, He's like, yo, that's, that's off-white, right? And I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, yeah, that jacket's fire, bro. And I said, thanks. Then he goes, you can only get those online, though, right? Like, you can't, you can't, go, you can't go to a store and get it. And I'm like, no, I bought this at Saks. And he goes, oh, well, how, how much you pay for that jacket? You knew it was off-white, but you don't know how much it costs? I said, I don't really know. I don't remember. You probably didn't. <laughs> this nigga goes, he says, scoffing, oh, so you ain't paying for it. You know, when niggas say they, they don't know how much something costs, it means they ain't paying for it. And what I felt was in an accusatory tone. I, I felt as though he was implying that I mopped this jacket from out of the store. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I was offended. Um... <laughs> Let me tell you ashy fucking niggas something. <laughs> niggas. First as well as foremost, um, I'm not sweating this jacket. This jacket probably smells like weed and sweat. I've worn it so many times. Like, this is not a stunt jacket. It's mm-hmm. comfy. It gets the job done in terms of warmth. There's a strap inside here in case I want to, like, take it off but not taking it off. I just think oh, the jacket's cute. That's handy. So... I'm not stunting this this off white jacket, sweetheart. You are. How can I? I was tell? so upset because I'll get to that. Okay. I was so like taken aback by his implication that I didn't even. And I I think that as I'm getting older, a lot of you niggas are starting to get away with a lot more than you would if I were 20, 21, 22. <laughs> because had I had been a 10 years younger, mugshots. Right. So. <laughs> I think I just said to him, after he said that to me, I was like, honestly, it was probably over a thousand, but I don't really remember. Bro. It's old. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> Broke bitch. Bitch. <laughs> let me tell you something, ho. First of all, let's. I, I want to start with what he said, what I wanted to say, and then I'll conclude. Oh, Lord God. First of all, how do you are so pressed over this jacket that's off white? You could immediately recognize that it is off white, yeah. and you also know that that means that it's pricey. But you didn't know that you could go to a store and get it. So, like, where, <laughs> where does your, where's your knowledge even coming from? Yeah. Furthermore, so they implied that I stole this jacket or that I didn't pay for this jacket because I don't remember how much it costed is incredibly pathetic. Sweetheart, you like the jacket, look it up, you know what I'm saying, and do your best to get one if you want it so bad. First of all, let me say that when I bought this jacket, 
This is the first off-white anything that I bought. And I didn't know anything about off-white when I bought the jacket. Mm, I bought the jacket again because I thought that it was cute and I like camo jackets. It wasn't until... Because I think I got this maybe like a year or two ago. Is uh, is it called off-white because that's the color of the stripes? I think that I don't I don't know. Okay. I really don't. I have no idea. Because that name is confusing. I bought it because I thought that it was cute. It is cute. And then afterwards when I maybe we were going on tour at some point and I we were in JFK and I saw a nigga I'll never forget in the airport who had on a different kind of jacket maybe it was like denim or it was like a black hoodie or something but it had these same stripes down the sleeves and it had this cross on the back. Oh okay. So when I saw his jacket I was like, oh, so this must be some sort of a label. Or like, a br- <laughs> I, had n- I had no idea what Off-White was. So you just dropped a thousand plus dollars on a jacket. I wanted the jacket cute. because it was cute. Wow. Boom. What a so, flex. What a flex. It wasn't until much later that I realized that, oh, Virgil Abloh has this like line of clothing and it's like the new hot shit. Cute, right, whatever, cool. Right. Since then, I've gotten some other Off-White pieces, but I didn't buy the jacket because it was Off-White. I bought it because it was nice and it was comfortable. So... The fact that you are even so pressed over this jacket and you just can't take that somebody could simply walk into a store. A nigga at that. Because I almost feel like had I been some white bitch that you would have oh, had Lord. no trouble understanding that I could walk. You couldn't. Uh, you could not fathom that a black dude, smaller and more than likely younger than you, was able to walk into a store and buy a jacket that you're just assuming. You don't know how much it costs. You didn't even know you could walk into a department store and fucking get it. But you have trouble believing that I paid for this jacket because I didn't remember how much it cost. Make it make sense. Furthermore, asking a complete stranger how much they paid for something is tacky as fuck. I don't know why y'all do it, you but know the you rules do. are different up here. People don't give a fuck. That is so gross. Like they when ask niggas, you how much a rent is. I was just about to say that. Just, Who, what? They will openly ask you that. Like it is like not taboo here. Well, that shit is so tacky, bruh. It it's so gross. It so that was annoying in itself. Now let's move on to what I wanted to say. Now what I wanted to say, the only reason I didn't say it, I feel like, is because it was equally tacky to me. What I wanted to say was also the truth. But it would have been, I didn't ask how much the jacket costed. I liked it. I told him, throw it in a bag. That's my life. They're the mics on the ground. I don't understand what you girls... Furthermore... The price of the jacket would have actually been lost in the grand total of all of the items that I purchased that day because this jacket was not the only thing that I bought. So whatever the price is was lost among other things that I bought at Saks Fifth Avenue in Manhattan that that day. You bitch, worry about you and what you doing. Mm. Save up. Mm. And possibly you can find... Because this is not even a jacket that's in season anymore. So good luck finding it wherever you can if this is the jacket that you want. There's a whole off-white display in Saks. I was just there maybe a week or two ago. If you want to go and check out what they have um, at the moment. But what you not going to do is look at my black, hard-working motherfucking ass and act like I had to go and steal any motherfucking thing. Because A, was never sweating the label. You saw this jacket and besides saying that it was 
was cute, you immediately recognize that it was a label because yeah. of the stripes that it has down on the side, which I had to discover in the street. I didn't even know what the fuck this shit was <laughs> when I bought it. I knew that it was cute. And you're pressed over a jacket that you cannot afford Ooh. and don't know where to buy. Ooh. So you felt like you had to diss me to make yourself feel better about you, bitch. We're not going to do that. I'll be back in your CVS in the middle of the night for some more high snacks in this label or whatever the fuck else it is that I'm feeling like oh, wearing at that right. moment, girl. That's right. And you can simply stew on it. That's what you can do. Because I'm not going to play with you bitches no more. I try to remain in my little box. I try to be humble yeah, and just, you know humble. what I'm saying, do you my tried. own thing. You You're not going to try me, bitch, because I don't have to steal a motherfucking thing. Furthermore, if, if times were hard like that for me, if I was out here scraping it as I've done in my lifetime right. before, a jacket is the last, a label jacket. At that, I don't give right. a fuck about this. Bitch, I would be wearing Uniqlo's finest. I got it at Ross. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> <laughs> no goddamn labels. Bitch, a deal is a deal. Bitch! And this same ass jacket will more than likely be at Marshall's in a year or two mm-hmm. if you look hard it's enough. A knockoff on eBay you right girls now. are playing. I might steal some food. I might steal some money if I was that that hard out of here, bitch. But a jacket? A jacket? And then not even to sell it, but to wear? See, this is what's wrong with you niggas now. Your priorities are all fucked up. You, you worry about I'm the full. wrong motherfucking thing. And then on top of that, I couldn't even buy what I wanted to because I swiped everything up, like scanned everything, and then the fucking, the little card reader was frozen. I'm like, oh, the thing's not working or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, it does that sometime. I guess we're not going to be able to help you. What? what? I'm, so the I whole... Said, so you can't sell anything. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. You're saying that you can't make any sales they right don't now? Have Apple Pay or something? Yeah, no, the thing is just, it, it does that sometimes. Oh. <laughs> you understand you can't so, conduct business. Why are you open? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot conduct, like, oh, so maybe they can only take cash? No. It was just won't open at all? Like the red, everything. They were like, we, uh, they were literally like, sorry. You niggas need to cut the lights off <laughs> and lock the damn door. Why are you even here then? Why Worried about my here? jacket, bitch. You could be going the fuck home. <laughs> You want to clock at 3 o'clock in the morning stewing and being pissed. Oh, I truly love it. Bitch, you got me diced. You got me absolutely fucked up. You better tell these niggas. Sweating this jacket that I don't even hardly give a fuck about, bitch. I didn't know what the fuck Off-White was when I got this goddamn jacket. I liked it. I bought it. Catch up. Good night. I just want you to know, you could have worn that jacket for the next 20 years, and I would have never known it was Hello? any fucking thing else. Hello? Who I cares? You a lot of money on the shit you like, but I don't know what that shit is. Like, unless the name is just big on it, and you don't even be doing shit like that. Because that also, to me, is tacky. So... You can do a certain print. There are classic labels right, that have, like, right. prints that are cute, depending on how they do it. Mm-hmm. But these girls who be just be wearing this big-ass, all-white shirt that just say Balmain across the front, and they pronounce it Balmain, <laughs> beat it. I don't have time. Woo! You bitches got me lost. Remind these niggas that you are rich. I ain't got time for that. Let me actually get back in my bed and continue vaping my weed, bitch, and playing Game of Thrones Woo. while you sitting here worried about what the bitches got on coming into your job. You, you got said, me fucked. Nigga, they actually know me when I walk in the door at sex, okay? Personal shopper. Are, are the pieces pulled for me? You don't know nothing about that life, nigga. <laughs> yeah. This sweaty-ass, old-ass <laughs> jacket I'm not fucking worried about, bitch. Nice. Imagine if I would have walked in there actually trying to be dolled up. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Bitch, I had on track pants and these same-ass fucking sneakers I wear to the gym and a sweater and this jacket. And you were talking about, you know, he ain't paid for it. Just Why would you even you say that to somebody it. you do not know? 
It's just like... No chuckle, no LOL. So much of this conversation should not have been said because we don't know one another. And if you weren't niggas... If you oh, weren't, no, you would have went. Oh, if niggas. a white person did, oh no, okay. I would have had your job. Yeah, would actually, yeah, had to be like. You better. You no longer work at CVS. <laughs> this is my CVS. Rest on the fact <laughs> that you are black men, and I just wasn't even gonna make it hard for you like that because I absolutely had you now. Had you been some white boys, mm-hmm. you could have left it at. That's off white. Nice jacket. There was nothing else that needed to nope. be said. Could've you didn't even need to say that, that, to be honest with you. <sighs> okay. And it's crazy because when I first started wearing that jacket, like around Harlem, I used to get comments from niggas, mostly niggas, all the time just on the street. That's a nice jacket, bro. Fire jacket, whatever, like all of the time. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's cute. <laughs> it's like, it's not that cute. You and didn't then know. They were I didn't to know. The label. <laughs> and then I saw that dude in the airport that one time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this must be like a label that's popular. So then what did you do? Like Google it? Like, what is Yeah, this? then I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is Virgil Abloh's <laughs> thing. You me. Girl, you bitches lost. You got the wrong one. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, I actually did find a past three, so I'm going to do that now. Past three, like we used to. This comes from Neil. And Neil writes, this read is dedicated to every black mama, daddy, auntie, uncle, and play cousin who have the fucking nerve to fix their mouth and say something about my body during family gatherings. Oh, boy. This read is a quick reminder to you gossiping assholes that my body and how much I weigh is none of your goddamn business. That's a fact. Yes, Annie, I know how much I'm eating, so you patting my belly as a reminder is unnecessary and rude. <laughs> oh, yes, yes neighbor, I know I've gotten bigger since you last saw me when I was a child. Neighbor! And your prayers for me and my health are unnecessary. Oh, no, how dare you? And daddy, you the worst of all, joking about how my stomach looks like it's hiding a basketball and you want to borrow it so you can shoot some hoops. Wait, ooh, uh-uh. Oh, you should actually cuss your daddy. Right, I was literally Ow. about to say I cussed my daddy Oh, out. yeah, no, I would have saw red. Oh, <laughs> if I'm what? paying my own bills in a separate place, let's too, just fight. I'm dragging Let's him. just fight. Me and my big ass, let's just fight. We like, I would fight. legit cuss him out. Okay, my bad. My body is not a joke and it's definitely not something you need to concern yourself with. In fact, what you should worry about is how your marriage is failing, your <gasps> son is out here spraying seed like fertilizer, and not paying child support about how your alcoholism is masking your (gasps) depression and causing you to destroy every close relationship you have or how Flint still don't have clean water. Literally (laughs) fixate on anything else other than my body. As a queer black man living in America, I am well acquainted with reminders of how my body is up for debate without my permission by the white gaze, which is a read for another motherfucking day. And it is. I get up every morning and dress myself. So yes, girl, I know what I look like. My body is how I want it to look. And guess the fuck what? I like how I am. And the black ass bottom line is that that is all I will ever care about. Amen. Like Ply said, you want to argue? I can't argue with you. No, you I mad? did not see a Ply's <laughs> quote coming out of this. Look I got to you. You mad. You big man. <laughs> Didn't I'm see flies coming Leave out me of alone. for a reference. Didn't. In conclusion, worry about yourself and don't ever say shit to me or anybody else about their body ever again. Amen. Go come through, Neil. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Absolutely. Um. Yes, I know that we are gearing up for summer. The weather's getting warmer. A lot of y'all are dieting or whatever. That's your business. I just want you to know summer's going to get whatever body I give it. That's a fact. And we're going to have a good ass time Mm. regardless. And if you got something to say about it, just understand that that is your feelings about my body and it ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm so glad that I'm out of that ignorant ass youthful state of mind. Like, who the fuck cares what somebody (laughs) else's body is giving? Like, sis, like... (sighs) 
right. do you and worry about your motherfucking it's self. Like of it's your none business. of your business. And like this nigga just said, I get up and get myself dressed every day. Do you really think I didn't know I was totes know what my body looks it? like? Do you really think? Did you really think I just had no idea that I was big till you showed up? Yeah. And Ew. regardless of my body size, people uh, all deserve the same kindness, respect. You know, just because they are human beings. So if somebody is shitty to you about it, then absolutely. Like that comment your daddy made, child. I definitely Let's just square up, nigga. Let's just square up. Because you got me for everything. (laughs) You got me definitely got me bedazzled. That is for everybody who's gonna be dealing with weirdo family members and friends asking you why you got shorts on, why you ain't this, why you not exercising, why you (laughs) bitch, mind your fucking business, bitch. Do that, bitch. Amen. Thank you, Neil, for sending that in. I absolutely agree, Neil. All right. And I think that is going to wrap up this extremely long episode of The Read. Is that three hours? How many minutes is that? Three would be what? We'll see after all the edits whether it's actually three hours. But two and a half. Yes. Check us out at thisistheread.com on social media um, at thisistheread. Also, make sure you check out Philo. Philo has over 50 of your favorite channels like HGTV, AMC, VH1, MTV, A&E and so many more you can enjoy live and on-demand tv plus unlimited recording for only 20 dollars a month with no contract needed philo is on roku ios fire tv android and apple tv you can start your free trial instantly with no credit card needed at philo.tv slash read that's p-h-i-l-o dot tv slash r-e-a-d great way to get caught up on some shows or to discover some new shows all right kid fury any news from you this week <clears throat> um, for me, no, I don't believe that I have anything new to update you with. Yeah, I'm looking and I don't think so either. Thank you to uh, the Green Space for having me last week at your Black Icons of Podcasting. They're doing Tracy next. And I, I was like, oh, I'm coming back down here to see that because I want to see Black Icons of Podcasting? No, I don't. And they, they, they did not tell me what it was going to be called. I would have never agreed to do that. You I know, know that you would I would have, have literally never. That's but hilarious. <laughs> it was a great time. I'm glad um, that we can even say that there are Black Icons of Podcasting. You know, I'm, I'm glad and I am honored to be considered that and you know lately the universe has been letting me know that i'm gonna have to start standing in who accepting, i am yep. yeah i'm gonna have to start accepting it because truly i'm only going up from here and so it's just time Same. to be real with myself about it you know so thank you so much for the honor i am again incredibly honored um by that and I think that's it for me as well. Shout out to Kamala Harris for getting Bill Barr together today. If you have not seen the clip. <gasps> really? Sis, let the prosecutor jump out when I tell you she... <laughs> you have to just watch it. I can't even... I'm not even going to try to, dis- I'm gonna to watch that describe I it. Just go Google Kamala Harris. I'm sure it's all over every... Watch I saw MSNBC. some people stun- standing for her today, but I didn't know why. Nigga. When I tell you she was asking... Like, you... You have to remember that this is like what she did. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to bullshit your way out of these questions with Kamala Harris. It was just absolutely brilliant. I stand. It's like eight minutes of perfection. So go watch that. But yeah, I think that's it for me. I'm going to go home. Get on this Postmates, to be honest. Our, <laughs> same for these hot restaurants. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.